0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 62 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back, I'm Ben, and once again I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. How are you doing BT?
1: Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? Not bad at all. Sporting a very fine lockdown haircut there. Hey, I feel like I open every podcast talking about my hair, so we'll change it up. Um, What do you think of Mixed Teams in Blood Bowl 2020? What do I think of it? Mm.
0: Not enough of them, man. I mean, I love Mixed Teams. It's just such a great way of expanding the amount of teams in Blood Bowl. We've got 29 standard teams. If you chuck in mixed teams without any restrictions, there's 812 teams to choose from. And that's more Blood Bowl. And more Blood Bowl is more better.
1: Yes, it is. Deluxe. So, yeah, the, that's what we're going to be talking about today, I think, isn't it, is some mixed teams. We're going to be going into that in more detail. Um, we've also got a, a secret Bachelor Dash game show coming up as well. So uh, I am unnecessarily
0: excited about this. I've got sound effects lined up and everything... Um, so yeah we'll <laughs> talk about that in a bit but like you said ben we've got mixed teams and mixed teams are a great way to double the fun so we have double the fun on the podcast today and we are joined by returning guests miltonio banderas or milton all smith milton how are you doing today
2: i'm doing great thanks
0: good 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 and also we tricked ian warhanam hannam onto being back on the show ian, how are you doing
3: Yeah, good. Thanks. I love that. (laughs) I am also pretty excited for this game show. Uh, (laughs) I still haven't quite grasped the rules, but I'm just going to use my buzzer (laughs) and and, and I'm assuming it's 50 50. So why not?
0: It is around about 50 50. I took out all the ones that weren't. It's like roulette in that way. And that there's, it's kind of, you know, up, down, and then there's a little bit of... Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll absolutely discuss that in a bit, in a bit, where we play our first and probably only game of Bash or Dash. And I'm very excited about it. So, <laughs> Right, we've done the intros, we talked about the nonsense, let's move on to news. Okay, so first up, we've got some Blood Bowl news, and we do have a few third-party teams to talk about. Um, There's nothing on the the Games Workshop front at the moment, is there, guys?
1: Uh, Not if you include all the exciting new, like, Cursed City stuff. Oh, Matt, Cursed? (laughs) Cursed. Cursed
3: City. (laughs) Shake your fist. Now, I'm assuming you've mentioned the spike already. That's the only thing really on the oh horizon. Oh my
0: goodness, Ian! Well done. I completely forgotten about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's quite forgettable, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. we'll 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 co- we'll circle back to that. First of all, we've got the Metal Aces. So this is a Kickstarter here that has got 12 days to go. Uh, so it needs to be funded by Wednesday, March the third. So about. <laughs> a week and a half when the podcast goes live. Uh 32 mm resin metal head team for fantasy football. Have you guys had a chance to have a look at this Kickstarter?
1: Yes. What are your initial impressions? Um I think the renders look really nice. Um the I would say the prints like it, it's got like the home printer look, which I think is fine and that's really like good. I Yeah, I think it's not the kind of like resin cast definition from the photos that we see from um some other companies but i still think they're looking pretty good i think there's an art to having um
0: like the actual miniatures produced and presented well on a kickstarter yeah um i mean so the little breakdown of it basically it's a bunch of metal looking guys that i don't know what do you reckon wwe style
3: yeah, just yeah. Yeah, um, I had a bit I'd like. There was the a, a while ago. It's like a Jack Black cartoon. It's, it sounds a bit <laughs> weird, but it's all these like uh, yeah heavy rocker metal things. Uh, Hopefully, someone will pipe up and actually remind with, us what that glorious with, show was with, with, with Jack, Jack Black. Ah, yeah. oh,
1: amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like brutal legend, I kind of.
3: That's yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was that it? Was that a game?
1: That was the game. Yeah.
3: Ah, okay, yeah. Maybe it was that I'm thinking of. Uh, Something like that. But that kind of style. Just like over-the-top kind of metal head.
1: That's really accurate, actually, for this. Yeah. If you're familiar with Brutal Legend, think of that and the characters from that. And that's pretty much this as a team.
2: I quite like the dwarves. They look like little bikers. like Old-style sort of gang bikers.
0: So they've put the Kickstarter together in quite a a clever way. They've got a bunch of linemen, they've got a big guy, they've got some positionals, and like Milton said, they've got some uh, smaller style players, which I don't know if they're dwarves or halflings, I think, because of the makeup, they're halflings. And the way they've done the actual Kickstarter is they've got different team sets using the same miniatures. I mean, Ben, we see that a lot of the time in in third-party teams, don't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it works pretty well. So, Milton... I know that you're not on board or I don't know. Have you have you taken the third party team dive
2: yet? No, never done it.
0: Okay. So, for a Blood Bowl team third party, what would you want to pay if it looked as as good as the game's workshop one? Let's, you know.
4: Mm, I'd
2: I'd pay sort of like around the sort of 50 to 60, maybe pushing it to 70 if it was something I really wanted.
0: Ah, Fantastic, because that lines up with the price points here, which are definitely kind of medium. We've seen some Kickstarters that are £70, £80. We've seen some that are ridiculously cheap. So the normal one, still just absolutely awesome, at €24 per team of 16 individual miniatures. Um, Yeah, that's bonkers. Yeah, they they are looking good, by the way. I cannot wait for them to be shipped soon. Um, So they've got a couple of different rosters, £44 for the Metalonia, which is the Kingdom roster. So this is for Bretonians, which is a bit awkward, um, because even though <laughs> Milton is rocking Bretonians like an absolute boss, they're kind yeah, they're of such great fun. they're kind of gone now though. Um, and I think when we come to talking about games in a second, Milton, I'm going to pick your brains on the whole uh, change between Bretonian and, and Imperial ability. But this Metelonia one is 14 players: four blitzers, four blockers, uh, six linemen. 444 forty-four pounds, which is reasonable for a third-party team, um, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, does it actually say what they're made in? Is it does it actually say if they're resin or not?
1: Looking at the pictures, they look <laughs> like three D-printed resin.
3: Yeah, it is resin because um, only because I remember uh, them putting on Facebook and uh, seeing a comment about the heavy metal team being made in resin.
1: Oh right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. That is very fair. Uh, They've got another version here, which is a Snowbound, which is uh, Norse, one Yeti, two Ulfs, two Blitzers, two Catchers, uh, two Throwers, six Linemen. So what's that? 12, 13, 14, 15 players for £53. So if you like heavy metal, if you like this metal kind of cartoon biker WWE look, um, this would not look weird on a Sega something or other, would it? These guys.
2: <laughs>
0: Especially yeah, the, the Streets of
3: Rage team.
0: So. Yeah. Oh man, Streets of Rage. Is that That'd the cool. is that the pixelated one? The like sixteen bit which one is that?
3: Yeah, it's kinda of like uh, futuristic Golden Axe.
0: Oh, oh that's sweet. Love you can't beat Golden Axe. Uh, no, that's a great game. This is a Norse one. They've got nobles as well, so ogre, two blitzers, four blockers, two throwers, six linemen, fifty three pounds, they've got humans. And they've got three halflings, so the little dudes are halflings, so but I think that's the great thing about third parties is you can use them for for different stuff. Yeah, I feel like with,
3: with them. So I was gonna say, yeah, if you if you really like the theme, you can get a lot of mileage out of them.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely.
3: Because yeah. But Good. you know, obviously that comes with, you know, a bit of um, gotta be a bit careful I think in terms of being really clear with your opponent what's what.
0: Um that but, does yeah. tend to be the downside. You can make the it
3: obvious, yeah. And, you know, maybe like doing it with the bass rings and stuff like that just to really
2: hammer home what's actual, actually what. I think each of these like minis is quite distinct, though. I think they're quite, like, the different sections, they're quite clear as to what they are. Yeah,
3: pretty? I just feel like if, you, if you're only used to playing fairly traditional Blood Bowl and someone says, oh, yeah, the bikers are actual actually blockers. <laughs> yeah. Just that kind of it's a completely different kind of um you know something than you that you're used to really.
0: But. <laughs> Let me introduce <laughs> you to the imperial nobility team Ian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, how many feathers does that guy have? Um yeah. Well, the last one the last big thing is 105 pounds You get 33 players. Ogre, treeman, yeti, two elves, four blitzers, two cap, uh, four throwers. Two throw, uh, four catchers, two throwers, six linemen, four blockers, two dwarf blockers, one dwarf blitzer, one dwarf runner, one dwarf troll slayer, and three halflings. So that's that's basically every human adjacent team in Blood Bowl. Oh, the yeti's actually pretty cool. They have, yeah, they do have, you like the yeti a lot? They have varied up the the sculpts there. He's got a a, a head that's the same size, which is interesting. Um, as his he's pulled the head off. I mean, the sculpting's quite good. Uh, The tree man's quite interesting. Uh, That looks like Square Enix made that tree man. Um, It's kind of got a video (laughs) game vibe, and I do like it. I do like it. Not for me, this one, but... uh, Oh, they've got shields there for the Britannia one. They've done a great job making all the uh, variations, anyway. And the ulcer there. Done separately, as well.
1: Yeah, I think you guys... Sorry, just to... just to clarify, it says at the top as well, yeah, they are printed in resin with UV resin high-definition printers. Ah, fantastic. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to see more of that as we move on. Um, I like... think so too. It's fantastic, isn't it? How, like, you can now produce pretty damn good quality stuff at home for, like, under £200. I think that's awesome that people are able to do this. Um, it, there's not a STL version, is there? There's not, which would be nice. Would be nice. Um
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting because we saw that with one of the was the was it the Amazon one that they did the the standard resin teams and they also did the STL files as well. Um which basically catered for everybody. Anyway, this Kickstarter, if you're after a fancy human team, nine days left to go, they are at uh six hundred pounds out of a target of two thousand six hundred. So they've got a bit of a way to go. That is Metal Aces. Next up, we've got another Kickstarter that's wrapping up real soon. So this one has got 70 hours to go as we film. So it is going to be ending on Sunday, February 21st. So this podcast is going to be out on Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Saturday and you have not seen it or heard of it, go check it out. So this is the Hashhut Dragons Double Team for Fantasy Football by Dan Kai Miniatures. Now, we've seen, I think, these miniatures before, most of them or some of them at least. Um basically it's chaos dwarves mm-hmm. um and there's a couple of different pledges uh 35 pounds will get you two centaurs and six chaos dwarf blockers so if you're just looking to upgrade a team you could do it that way there's the scythe Blinds team at 53 pounds uh two trolls seven goblins five jesters Um, which are the special weapons um so 53 pounds to get your goblin team essentially ash hut dragons is six dwarf blockers two centaurs one minotaur seven goblins and i think there's an all-in one there is all in 79 pounds six blockers two centaurs uh one troll one minotaur two goblins and five special weapons so you can kind of Again, it's very similar to the human one we've just looked at, isn't it? Where they've got the different angles for the different teams. I mean, Ian, what do you reckon to the Chaos Dwarf sculpts?
3: I like him. I actually really like him. Um, I just, yeah, I really like the kind of the. This is going to sound really stupid, and, but the the spikiness to them.
0: You know, no, they've you got that kind of very spiky.
3: Yeah, they're really. Um, you can tell they're Chaos, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I like their kind of. They've got a fairly classical like big teeth almost like tusky teeth um mm. which is you know pretty classic of chaos dwarves and yeah i think they've um i think they've nailed it to be honest i think they look really good
0: minotaur. i love the mino yeah yeah that's <laughs> wonderful
3: really with a little broken uh horn tip a massive chain around him
1: <laughs> yeah that's really clever i like eyepiece on the minotaur that feels like is that is that like a thing for, like, Blood Bowl Warhammer? Because I feel that's quite iconic. That kind of
3: I think it's makes um, it look like a Blood Bowl. A gladiator thing, actually.
1: Yeah. Some oh, is it? Gladiators, yeah.
0: It's the basically the um, the safety glasses for gladiators. Ah. Um, oh. The whole idea, uh, I think, yeah. it's, it's got a little holes so they can kind of see out of, but not really. But it protects you against glancing blows and stuff from swords and things. Yeah, uh,
1: there's
0: right.
3: quite a few teams that use that, I think... Uh, well, aos naggle certainly do have that sort of thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Um the is it the beastman uh, sorry the minotaur from forge world does as well i think actually does not it? Oh, I minutes. The, the mutated one might do. Yeah, the the kind of was it for the Warhammer world exclusive one?
0: With the claw.
3: Maybe something like that. I seem to remember a helmet.
0: Um it's like that. Yeah, the I don't know the only the only miniature here that sticks out just looks slightly awkward are the bull centaurs. Um, Mm -hmm. I get a Doctor Robotnik vibe from one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: the the ones, the ones. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. If you remove the back, you mean
0: just take out the legs, legs. and uh, he looks like he's kind of just a dwarf sitting in something. Now I don't know if that's actually supposed to be a bull centaur. As a organic creature or some kind, it just looks a little bit machine-like. Which, when you're talking about chaos dwarves, makes a ton of sense, it doesn't it?
3: It suits them, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think probably um, some of the the look comes from the fact that they're trying to get them on a base. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Particularly the rearing up one. Um. So I imagine that's quite player friendly.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: The I biggest think think. thing for me about them is they kind of have a bit of a Warcraft vibe. Particularly yeah, the do. troll, the trolls' face, and the goblin, uh, the hobgoblins, and even the the uh, minotaurs, fairly tauren-esque.
4: Um, yeah, the that really popped pants. out for me
2: as as a fan of Warcraft. I I really like that, but it still say, stays fairly true to the sort of the Warhammer aesthetic as well. That's, uh,
0: that's I do cool. th- I do think we're seeing a bit of a rise in um, WoW style when it comes to fantasy stuff. I mean, Grebo... Which we're going to talk about in a second. Their Black Orc team and their goblins—they've kind of got that. Um, I don't know what the best. what's the best way to describe? Wow, it's kind of like video game fantasy, I, I guess. Is yeah, there's, big. A, there's <laughs> a big, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you're right. It's very hero-y, it's like isn't a it?
3: Slightly more heroic yeah. scale. Heroic scale.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so I mean, like, quite big wide heads. Over the massive. Top,
1: yeah, like sort of Space Marine-style shoulder pads, but in fantasy. Remind me of WoW. Like Absolutely. huge shoulders.
0: Oh, then You exactly. must love AOS. Um, yeah. You'd,
3: yeah. you'd love the 80s, Ben.
2: <laughs> you'd love the
3: 80s. It, you missed it by a couple of decades,
2: I think. <laughs> 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 uh, I think they look really solid as well. Like This is something I've said about quite a few of the Games Workshop minis. They're really fiddly, and they break easy, and... Like one of the things I like about like the orc team, for example, is like their kits quite straightforward. The minis look great and they're really solid to like push about on the pitch. Yeah. And I think these guys look like they'd be really good for that as well. I think they they look yeah quite yeah, sturdy.
3: They're Although they're mm. spiky, they're not they're not flimsy spikes. By
2: no, right. not at all.
3: Or when you look at them, um, you wouldn't be too worried about laying them down on their backs or. They look like that. They are that
1: metal, thing. so I'd worry in that sense. Oh, nonsense! Uh, <laughs> nah. I think it's fine. It's All it. my metal stuff chips, even though I varnish it with fifty layers, I still get chips. You know.
3: I don't understand uh, the complaint, to be honest.
0: I've um, hey. they do chip if you chuck them in a box with other stuff. Uh, yeah,
3: but you just don't do that. Or that's... put them in a foam case that sometimes rubs off, doesn't it? But, uh, that's
1: true, yeah. actually, as well. Maybe that's what it is, actually. Yeah. Um, oh,
2: oh, a bit. Sorry, a bit further down. They've got like a Zop like half to swap out for the uh, the centaurs. Ah, I've
0: only got as far as the mutated troll with the claw, um, which they've got some. They, I mean, they've got a ton of cool stuff here. I, I, unsurprisingly, yeah. I love the big guys. Um, and they, <laughs> yeah, the troll is pretty sweet. The minotaur is really sweet. I think I'm gonna to have to get this minotaur because you know, yeah. do a special minotaur Monday for that. Some uh,
3: cool stuff players,
0: actually. Uh, the blunderbuss is really cool. That's really yeah, cool. very cool. They've um, got the bombardier, they've got the balls. The chainsaw's
3: got... pretty hilarious. Yeah, I like him as well. Oh, oh, he has the crazy. Little, um... Hang on a minute. Look at that symbol <laughs> on his foot. How are they going to get away with that? <laughs> yeah. I've stuck at
0: one There's a jetpack. I haven't got that far either. Where's the jetpack? The pogo is quite interesting. Oh, I like the alternative dwarf heads. That's a clever way of doing it. I think that's nice. That is a, that's a fifteen k stretch goal though. I I don't think they're going <laughs> to. Yeah, get that bigger.
3: yeah, that bad moon is a one for one copy. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, it's not <laughs> that. I mean, the whole point of those symbols is the that they is can different. be made by drunk children, isn't it? So, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> because that's basically what goblins are. So yeah, I think if you make a symbol that simple, you're begging for it. But my favourite one <laughs> is the the fantasy football coin. logo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. Uh I think we should use that symbol more. Um I actually think that's genius. Oh wow, that's the centaur. The alternate centaur legs, the zope legs are yeah, massive.
1: That's
2: a good way. I think they look really cool though.
1: I think just using that as a ball centaur is pretty uh, yeah, good Yeah, I
2: think I think I personally prefer those to the, uh, to to the ball ball. I want to, to see like.
3: what that question mark is, because that looks pretty hench and it also looks like it's got the bottom. Half. Yeah.
0: Do you think that is? Right. Um, oh, that might be the 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 other the, one, the star player. Stalker. Oh, oh okay. Oh uh, no. Um, oh man, what was the? This is how deep into Blood Bowl Twenty Twenty am now? Is that uh, Hothark, the um, Unstoppable, just the Bull Centaur mm-hmm. star player? Uh, man, I can't. I'm starting to forget the old school star players now. Yeah.
3: Oh, scale... actually, there's a p- few pictures of further down showing them scaling up and it looks like a really good scale It's Games yeah. Workshop stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, they've got dwarf-on-dwarf yeah, dwarf action there, and actually, I think that... <laughs> this is going to sound bad. The dwarves in, in Blood Bowl, the Games Workshop ones, they've got... They're slightly smaller proportion than I'd expect, specifically in, like, the heads. They just make them look a little bit slighter. Chaos Dwarf size, absolutely chunky, but still not yeah. massively mm-hmm. tall. Hobgoblins are a bit tall, but they're lanky, and that kind of fits their design.
3: Yeah, I always feel like Hobgoblins... If you're running as a goblin team, I think they'd look cool. But as hobgoblins, hmm. they work.
0: Um, I think it's important that you I'm interested to see how Games Workshop do uh, the Chaos Dwarf team. Especially with the hobgoblins and stuff. If they do. If they do it. Well, I, I think they'll probably do it. Um, I think.
2: I'm still betting on them coming they... next. Really? <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first.
0: Ooh. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Right, so that is the um, Dan Kai Miniatures Hashut Dragons, which is going to be closing in a minute. So if you're interested, jump on there and back it. Um, they're over halfway towards their goal. I think it's going to be a bit close for that one. And next up is the Grebo Games Dwarf Team. So this they've only really started popping out spoilers this week, I guess. And um, the project is called the Thunder Cougar Falcon Beards which... Uh... <laughs>
3: They've been borrowing uh, Games Workshop's name
0: generator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Games Workshop name generator. We should uh, we should actually make that in a spreadsheet. Actually, there's a guy who's done that for, like, goblin names and stuff, isn't there? Plastic Mike there? or something? Oh, Realm
3: of Plastic. There you go. There's a site which does uh, all sorts of name generators. Really good site, actually. I have to have so if word. you ever want to... They've done bretonians again recently. Ooh. So... Uh... <laughs> Just to rub salt on the wound, you know. to get your, your players named. But...
0: I think Bretonians are going to have like a bit of a resurgence. Anyway, the Thunder Cougar Falcon Beards, we've got a box <laughs> of them right here, and uh, we'll be doing an unboxing over the weekend because uh, we had a very very quick look because it arrived today, not long before we recorded, and they look really really cool. And if we go to the next page, you can kind of see that on their Facebook, they have. Um, put a kind of sketchy pencil drawn picture of the team and can we get to it can we get to it here we go there we go and f11 no that's just not helped at all magic uh you can kind of see just about the layout of the players i mean yeah. first impressions guys what do you think of this They're so nice <laughs> that's
1: so nice i we'll see the the how nice
0: yeah, I think the roller is uh, very big, and this is quite a common death roller design now. The one with arms is yeah, um, okay. yeah. A mech sort of thing. Yeah, a lot of third-party dwarf teams have it. And I think that's probably just the way to get away from the kind of straight one-for-one one games workshop bit. But these, this dwarf team is looking really cool, and there's some um, there's some talk about actually you could use them as chaos dwarf blockers as well because of their kind of style.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. scroll a couple to the left, I think two photos on their feed. I don't know if you have that have let's that It's go, go, sort let's of like the back of one. Like a sketch of like the back yeah, of a like dwarf an and kind arm of, arm of see their
0: style in more detail. Uh I am trying, but Facebook is not loving life. Here we go. Uh what the uh dwarf Yeah
1: that one. Let's have a look. So it's like um yeah, for like audio listeners, I realise it's not not brilliant. It's it's um I think what Milton was saying earlier, if you're familiar with Warcraft, they definitely have that vibe. They've got huge shoulders, which I think Ian you said reminds you of thirty K. Ah uh, yeah.
3: yeah, when yeah, when Ben showed me a quick picture, um yeah, they very much look like the kind of thirty K terminators with the oversized shoulders and that kind of loincloth armour.
1: Yeah. Very like but like with more like sort of ornate fantasy, it looks like metal, yes. you know, rather than Um Super cool. Really, really cool style. I think they've kind of got just, a for Kings of War vibe as well. Sorry, Milton, go for it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm just having a look at the uh, the designs for the roller, which is another picture they've got up there. Um, and you're right with the arms. and I wonder if that'll be an alternate to the kit or whether it's always standing up on legs. Oh
3: no! I think it's um, it's the rollers are like two parts that go together. Mm-hmm. together that are attached to the hands.
2: You're so right. It does cool. make it look a bit different. It, it's less like a lawnmower.
3: <laughs> it is less it's like
2: has Got a roller.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got Which little a lot legs. Of them
3: don't. They've got like a mech.
0: It's quite oh. lean legs aren't they? that's robotnik <laughs> that, exactly this is the robotnik episode <laughs> robotnik and wow uh sponsoring episode 62 of the bonehead podcast um oh. it's just everything from our youth let's have a look let's have a quick look As if they get them, that right. level
2: of detail in there though these are going to look so good <laughs> oh, it's oh, that, um, look at his little
1: legs that's brilliant that is Nord- brilliant.
2: Of nordic
3: design isn't it and the, the ruins yeah actually i'll tell you what that reminds me of now you see that um Skyber or Cyber.
0: Oh yeah. Cyber. Cybor. Cybor? Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: That kind of it's almost like yeah, Nordic, Celtic kind of swirls and
0: All right. now, designs. Now you got Very me looking cool. at these miniatures proper. And I think I think Gribo need to need to put weapons on these guys. Um Yeah. They <laughs> they are super cool, but though no, there's just like so much RPG potential in these dwarves. Um. Wow, yeah, alright Really, they make lovely models, they really do They have been absolutely knocking it out of the park Their older stuff that you've picked up, Ben, like the Alistoran. No, is it Alastoran? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, Korn yeah. team and the Nurgle team were really lovely but the stuff they're doing now, the Black Blackhawk team is just way up there with one of the best teams ever, I think Like it, It's stylized and wowish. But it's just incredible. And I do. Are these all in an really no the agree?
2: Then?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the quality is really yeah. good, Milton. Um definitely definitely uh that there's a couple of like it's more dust than flash, isn't it, when you've got this kind of production. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. they look fantastic. So keep an eye out uh over the weekend slash into the early week for the unboxing video, because I want to get to grips with this team and have a look and really have a look at the detail. And I'm going to find my dwarves so I can get a good <laughs> scale
1: thing as well. Bless you. Well, that I- was a light falling down. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you okay, Ben? I'm, I'm absolutely...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've had some um, lighting issues on
0: Ben's side this this night, and now the lighting <laughs> is trying to kill him. Uh, <laughs> Which is
3: trying to tear me down, will you?
0: <laughs> right, there was one more bit which Ian quite rightly reminded us of. Um so let's get that up on the screen as well so we can talk through it, which was the Nobility and Black Orc Spike magazine has been spoiled, so spike issue twelve will be landing at some point in the future. And um Right, Milton, have you had a chance to look at what this spike entails?
2: Well, I've had a little look over the contents, but it, I think, as a lot of us have said, it's it's fairly similar to what's in the rule book. There's a few new things, in particular for me. I'm interested about the ball rules. I thought, I
0: thought, <laughs> yeah,
2: really into your balls at the moment. Huh? I am. <laughs>
0: uh, he's going for a bit of a catch-all kind of approach.
2: Uh, They're yeah. on my laptop at the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll keep him away from Ben's lights. Um, so there's a, there's a couple of bits in there that I'm going to absolutely love. So famous Imperial nobility teams. And um, there's, was there famous Black Hawk teams? I don't know potentially smarter than your average orc is the thing but every spike magazine there's like one page where there's four teams and there's no art it's just a little bit of fluff about them a little bit of like here's the story with these guys this is something cool they did and that i find really inspirational from a building painting point of view because you kind of get that story and we don't Mm -hmm. have that for nobility at all Like, can anyone actually say what the nobility team's called i mean it's on, and and Barron. it's on the yeah. screen but yeah, yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not looking at
4: things
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's there's nothing to them just yet and i mean yeah. we like to geek out and look at builds and how to like grow your players up and stuff you know get them their yeah, university time and um this is something i'm actually really looking forward to the downside is apart from the ball rules can't see anything in there that's new at all. They've got the Bashem and smash them, so it looks like they've got a little bit of setup and tactic stuff. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, really... I was really go for it. Kind man. of
2: hoping for some uh, star players after the um, yeah. Necro Spike, showing that they're you know that the star players aren't limited to just the core rulebook. You'd have kind of hoped that we'd get a bit of an expansion here, and obviously now every time they release a new set of star players, it crosses across. Anyone who's got that same keyword, yeah.
0: massively, massively. The thing is, I think for the the good stars, like the um, alignment level good, I don't think there's a huge amount of a missing, is there? I think they kind of went heavy in on them. Um, they you know. did, yeah. So I think for me, I was quite a few of the, the halflings missing. To be fair, uh, sorry, Ben. Yeah. I missed what you said, man. You said something about. Oh, all I heard was orcs, which is not an uncommon thing. Oh, sorry. When to you. Yeah, so um, when I to Yes, when I saw it, it was
1: like orcs in this spike, I was hoping
0: to see Ripper again. Oh, it would have been such a perfect point to add Ripper back in. Um, yeah, and. You say halfling the, stars. Yeah, uh,
3: the as well? chainsaw dude. Yeah, there's loads of halfling stars missing.
0: Um, yeah, true. All right, perhaps,
2: but. Perhaps, though, we'll get the two teams as separate boxes, maybe?
0: I think this would be a great timing for that. So you can get your nobility team after all, Milton. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't tempt me.
0: Oh, we all know it's going to happen. And it should, because they are really lovely. Um, yeah, it would have been a really great time to drop just a couple more missing star players. Ripper would have been a great shout, actually. And, and like Ian said, some of the the halfling star players. Because um, old Mindy Pie whistle's yeah. missing, isn't she?
3: Puggy. Yeah. Oh, wow, I
0: forgot about Puggy as well.
3: And he's, like, yeah, I, he occasionally came on, uh, popped up on human teams too, didn't he say? So.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Back in the day. Back uh, in the day. But also, I was kind of... Orcs, I guess, the Orc Chainsaw guy. Uh, what was he called? Uggler, Ripper. He? No, oh, no, no there's
0: Ripper and there's, yeah, Ol- Olgrut. Oh, god. man. Yeah,
3: Ol- yeah, yeah, that's him.
2: Yeah. Maybe I'll I'm... tell you what would be better than our um, Helmet Wolf displays for everyone. It's kind of. <laughs> what, what would be better than separate boxes would be team dice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Games Workshop are going to give up an opportunity to make more dice. Um, <laughs> but that's it. We've seen the spike. We've not seen whether or not there's going to be a team release, set, uh, like a box set. And we haven't seen whether or not there's going to be dice. Um, I assume there's not going to be a pitch because they're kind of. There's a really yeah, generic it's one in the that, box, yeah. But actually, a nobility slash orc pitch would be kind of cool if they were to drop it. But I think they potentially would have spoiled
2: well, it. The um, snow pitch was sort of a orc human snow version of the original box set pitch. So maybe we'll get an alternate box set pitch for um, nobility and black orcs.
0: That would be really cool. I mean, we don't need it, not by a long shot. No. But at the same time, <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs> it's just fun to get cool stuff because they don't have pitch rules. So even though there's an astrogranic pitch in the rules, like in the box set, there are no rules for pitches. Um, and so far in Blood Bowl 2020, we have the one set of rules, which is for the necromantic team pitch. Everything else kind of got a reset. With yeah, the rules. yeah I mean you could still use it and you could uh, cuz they basically all transfer over but as is canon right now it's only the necromantic one so yeah be interesting to see if that lands um anyway I'll get it it'll be a good read I do like the spikes mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to top 11 which I maintain is the best one ever um it's just got a bit of everything um I would have I would like to see some inducements as well just to add a little bit more a little bit more fluff
1: I'll yeah. um, we'll have a further deep dive when it comes
0: out. Oh, absolutely. I'd like to read this one too. I think absolutely. You know, it's always good to do. I love these. Uh, love these books. Right, I think that wraps up everything from Blood Bowl news. Ben, was there anything we've missed, or are we is there anything we have missed? Or have no, we I don't anything? think so. I
1: don't. Think I think so, Ian's yeah. the one to ask. You remember? Yeah. The yeah, I
0: was going to say he didn't even remember the spikes. So yeah, don't ask yeah. <laughs> him. Fantastic. Before we move on, I just want to say a big thank you to you guys for listening for following the show for um subscribing on youtube if you had and uh, a special thank you to our patreons um who get access to content and weekly not weekly but monthly giveaways and things like that it's just um appreciate you guys helping us out uh so i'm going to do the quick readout of everybody very very quickly so uh mark dylan dean thomas graham clober uh joshua bergman Olivia. Oliver Matthews, John F. Chronic Jr., Timothy Dunbar, Ross Bunn, George Christodulo, Sam Garner, Phil Stone, Stephen Jarrett, Carlos Gill, Sundered Psyche, big necro player, that guy, Uh, Cooper Stokes, uh, Owen Crossweller, Anthony Sweetman, Dean Goldsmith, Clive the Kiwi, um, who's just, I think, painting up his halfling team. Uh, Jeffrey Polly, Paul Harrison, McSnugger, TD Customs, Anton Nistrum, Dan Roundtree, Robo Whale, Adam Pike, Henning Haugorn, David Koeman-Heidi, Sindri Mogster-Braton sorry, my bad Uh, Nick Roberts, John Redman, Oscar Hager Stephen Knowles, Steve Wolfhard Matt Jones, Charlie Vanderbom, Jared Xavier Dunwich and Dave Dragon, big thank you to all of you for supporting the show Um, it's great to be involved appreciate it massively okie dokie, Ben's camera's just uh, switched off so I think that must be it's time to move on to hobby and we're back and it's over to hobby so every time we go on the podcast we talk about games we've been playing things we've been buying and if you're Ian a uh, ridiculous amount of things that you have been painting so should we should we start with Ian? Ian hobby have you have you done any i feel like you might have done
3: yeah yeah so i mentioned last week i was kind of diving into the war cry quite a bit and i'm kind of going further down that rabbit hole so i painted a mindstealer sp- flyer ranks it's like a sphinxy kind of big cat um which was really fun it's really good I enjoyed the, the, doing that
0: the cat is lovely the minute the way you painted it's brilliant my only issue with that model is that its tusks its horns kind of come in front of its mouth and i'm not sure if it would ever be able to eat maybe it looks different in person
3: uh, it, it feasts on souls
0: oh, oh well that's <laughs> that's very age of sigma <laughs> yeah
3: no, oh, I don't know. It's. <laughs> I think it uh, it reads your mind and eats your secrets or something. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that and then obviously, uh our blood bowl league has been continuing, and uh, we actually had a really good game uh, on Tuesday. Oh so man. A few days ago.
0: That was, was genuinely a really good game. Really close.
3: Yeah. So I, I unfortunately lost two uh, one with my halflings to the the mighty frogs but um, I don't think I was completely um, shameful I think <laughs> I, I did fairly well
0: It was came close so close man two trees Carla um, and Rumble actually yeah. deal out a ton of hurt
3: yeah it's quite bashy did quite um, a few injuries And huh?
0: that cheeky edge for halfling as well because this is on fumble so this is with the old school rules um, he did some great work I was very happy when we finally got him off the pitch
3: um, yeah, I think I yeah, he was so close to scoring. I just uh I kind of was trying to be a bit cautious about my go for it's cuz I'd kind of used my reroll and ended up I should have used one cuz I was just in blitzing distance, but I think I'd miscounted it, but
0: yeah, one square kind of, one square away.
3: The speed that they slank and turn that ball over and kind of <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh no, I thought the ball was here, but no now it's uh, in my end zone.
0: Yeah, I, I like to play a little bit fast and loose with the the, the re rolls. So um, yep. your chef, I was oh, proper dang. scared, and I uh, failed
3: all six master chef rolls.
0: I genuinely think that was the game dis difference because I managed to that pull off hideous. some coast to coast plays. But yeah, to, to be I guess fair, you
3: might not have been that ballsy if you didn't have a re roll in your pocket, sort of thing.
0: And let's just—you um, did manage to throw a half into the backfield and then sack my ball carrier so yeah that was, was there was there was some pretty there was some pretty <laughs> decent plays from both sides yeah. um great game i managed to ah oh, ah oh, i thought i'd updated my fumble logo but i hadn't um it's the wrong size very sad but yeah it's ended up to do this ended <laughs> up at 2-1 two, two, in the end and it really could have gone either way which was terrifying Terrifying, but we are not the only ones who's been fumbling. Milton, how was uh, how was your week?
2: Yeah, it's been really good. Um, the sort of last uh, five weeks, we've had a lot of good games, some really really solid games. Um, I've taken up Bretonian in our league, and it's it's been interesting. I kind of had sort of said good riddance to Bretonians, sort of saying. Uh, we well, what it. was their what was their purpose in the first place? And obviously, is here now. Having never tried them, never really—I don't think I've ever played against them. No, I um, but <laughs> pick, pick them up since we're playing through Fumble, and you know what—they've really grown on me. I've got a bit of a soft spot for them, and yeah, they're making me think about picking up the nobility team for tabletop. Um, my last game against uh, Ian Triplo was insane um he was playing owa (laughs) another team that i've never played against and to be fair to him he put up an amazing game i just got super lucky uh he, he the the ball just was going back and forth back and forth it was you know it was in my half for a lot of that game and i just managed to run away but um my luck ran out on turn 16 where I failed the go for it into the end zone with the ball. So, <laughs> <that's>
0: it. <laughs> it's the Always worst. The role. It's the worst role in yeah. blood bowl. Uh, now the cool thing about fumble is you get like a breakdown of all the dice and everything, and you can kind of track everything that's going on. Cause we're talking about go for it. And we're talking about like Ian's last turn and how there was a couple of different angles he could have taken to get Carla free to score the equalizer. All of them would have been awful odds. And, um, I think, Ben, was it you who said, yeah, just a cheeky four for it, And I looked at the stats for <laughs> our game, and I pulled off nearly 30 go-for-its across the whole game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, absolutely turboing. Um But no, I mean, the cool thing about the f- Fumble League that Ian put together, actually, to replace our, our wobble Tuesday night sessions because of the lockdown and everything, um, we kind of got a chance to take some teams that we don't have miniatures for. So, you know, Milton got to run Bretonian. I've got to run Slan, or I've got a Slan team, but you know, um, OWA, Trips is running OWA. You know, so Bretonian are gone, but we get to run them. Slan's passing game is gone, I get to run them. You know, OWA got better in Blood Bowl 2020, so I'm not really sure why Trip hates himself quite so much, but um, uh, <laughs> bless him. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we've got a Kemri team in there, we've got a High Elf team in there. It's really. I've got Chaos Dwarf team. Like it's it's cool to see the teams that are either going away or changing or they don't have miniatures for. Um I think that's one of the great things about Fumble. Before you even look at the the uh, special teams, the secret teams, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh you you know what, Milton, you uh you got outbashed by Triplo.
2: Yeah, no, he he had like most of my team was off the pitch for that game, which is why I was struggling so much. Um Fifty-two. He just, he just kept dropping the ball.
0: Fifty-two two die blocks he made against you. Yep, that is incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, looking back on it, it was it was absolutely insane that I managed to pull it off. It should have been a draw by any means. He just got super unfortunate with his um, pickups, and I managed some absolutely cheeky plays of dodging, dodging, going for it, picking up the ball on a nonsense roll, and. 20, managed to get it. Twenty-two get it
0: dodges for you, Milton, in that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that, this is cool. You can see the stats, and you can tell that you you had to play hard, and you, you pulled it off. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh,
3: so yeah, that's only the only one, one I won't forget I, like I want to be salty at mine and not be called out for it and given facts yeah. to show that I'm not correct. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: Let's have a quick look at our game then, Ian, because we've got some decent stats on there. Anyway, Milton, while I'm geeking out with figures in the background, how about some hobby?
2: Yeah, so um, after we started the lockdown league, it kind of got me back in the the blood bowl mood, and uh, I decided to pick up the Chaos team. So I've built them, and I've gone for a uh, a Slangor for my Minotaur. I'm going to theme them up as uh, Slaneshi chaos and i'm just really looking forward to giving them a go i i think that my playstyle is really going to suit the, the chaos team <laughs> yeah
0: i i agree <laughs> yeah. your 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 patented uh just put block on everybody first it works really well for chaos
2: <laughs> yeah i uh i can see that that working out for me but the uh the other thing i've recently started up is a little collection of balls. Um, I've started mounting up the balls that I've got from the different kits because, as we discussed earlier, there are rules coming in the uh, new Spike editions, and I think it'd be cool to have them. And actually, I think they're a really undervalued piece of the GW kits. I think they get overlooked, and they've got a lot of character, some of them. You, you are exactly yeah.
0: right. And you're using 20 mil round bases to mount them on, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I am. Yeah.
0: I um I started really doing that it. a while ago. It's 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 cool you kind of can blend them in with your team. Um I think it's because we did the tokens I stopped bothering. Um like we made the little tokens with the scatter on that go underneath. <laughs> I stopped bothering at that point, but they are I think you're right, man. I think they are underrated. Uh the nobility one is pretty vanilla. But as far as I the... think
1: they're just the yeah, like standard human ones, aren't they on ability? Kind of,
0: yeah. Just a little bit fancier, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, Ian, you uh, you made uh, seventeen dodges and you failed eight of them. Whoop!
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's brutal. Seven good old
0: three plus. (laughs) Seven seven three plus dodges were failed and seven three plus dodges were made. I'm not sure your dice know how three plus works.
3: No, it's my least favorite number to try and roll three.
0: So
2: is that counting after dodge or before?
0: Uh, ooh. I would assume like after dodge. Yeah, uh, so
3: does it count the second row as a separate dodge?
0: I, I don't know. It might do, actually. Um might do, in which Still, case it's not that bad at all. I'm going to
3: take whatever way to interpret it I want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, the cool thing, Milton, about your Chaos team is now Chaos have got the three big guys. You've got the Slangor as your Minotaur. Um, have you got the Troll and the Ogre sorted as well?
2: I've gone Ogre. I'm not going to bother with the Troll, I don't think. I'm not, I'm not that fast. I've got a sort of mutated Troll for my Underworld team. Somebody hold and Ben back. I uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do another one. So I've got the Ogre, which is just a standard, um, I guess it's Age of Sigma now, isn't it? I um, don't know what the... Ogre. yeah ogre o- ogre. Yeah. ogre yeah he's um, i've <laughs> pull, done him up a little pull. bit given him some stormcast shoulder pads and a really long tongue um <laughs>
1: it's quite oh, creepy yeah. i love it it is it's it is creepy
0: nice. he needs a little guitar um it's yeah. that kind of effect fit with
3: that heavy metal team he? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: really,
3: yeah so
2: yeah no great um kind of pulled that team together quite quickly i'm really happy with how they like they're looking i just need some time to get around to painting them
0: our painting mm. time is good. And how about UBT? Any hobby? Any games?
1: Uh unfortunately no games. I need you guys to hurry up and finish this league because I'm really keen to join in. <laughs> the fumble <laughs> games are really good, like fun to sort of fly on the wall, but they're more fun to play. So um yeah, I will be keen to get stuck in. Um but yeah, so, so no games. I did I, I did have some I did have a birthday a couple of weeks ago and I had some really kind messages from the community, so thank everyone and little shout out to um Mick Thompson who made up a little blood ties ball token, which is really nice and really kind. Um, oh, yeah. So I just Talk wanted to shout that, that out because I appreciate that a lot. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's
3: not too late to send your cards, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, hobby-wise, though, uh, so I think I spoke last time, I've been working on uh, an ogre army um, with less tongues than <laughs> <laughs> um one. <laughs> I finished up the scrap launcher which is good Um, and I've been working on a giant we like giants on the podcast so Giant looks fantastic That's very cool and
0: it came together so quickly as well It was like all of a sudden you're like hey guys here's this half-finished beautifully
1: painted giant I've been working on Um, (laughs) Thank you Absolutely yeah he's good it's really 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 fun model I didn't expect to enjoy painting it as much as I did Because it's quite an old kit but it really holds up
0: Are you airbrushing? The skin down there,
3: yeah, pretty the much heat? the whole
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, it's big
3: enough. It suits it though. It's got that big areas, hasn't Yeah,
2: it looks cracking. Yeah,
0: yeah, hundred percent. The kind of smooth highlighting on the skin does look incredible. I don't think. I mean, Ian, you've painted at least one of the Aelgustas, yeah. haven't you? All right. Yeah. I think with the big, couple, yeah. with the big flat areas like that, I mean, how tricky is that to do with old school size one brushes?
3: Yeah, I only use size one. No. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's a lot it's extra effort to be honest yeah i think obviously I, I did the mega gargan with uh with brushes oh yeah and um yeah i think you've just got to pick your areas where you want all your your transitions and stuff and focus on those whereas i think ben's ben's airbrush approach you can kind of just get that more of a global version of that mm-hmm. if that makes sense
1: yeah, I think as a case with sort of airbrushing in general is, you can always do the same effect with a brush. It's just far quicker and easier with an airbrush. is pretty much it. It's if just you know what you're doing, more of a time saver. If you know what you're doing, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There is a bit of a curve, but uh, yeah, <laughs> generally, yeah, you, you can you can get sort of similar blends with with enough like layers and stuff. It's just quicker. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah. <laughs> oh, I enjoy painting my Windsor Chog Giant.
0: Um, and that was quite fun to do, but the big, big flesh areas is is, is, is a challenge, I think. So uh, you've executed brilliantly. I mean, I'm not surprised at this Thank point you. you've, with the amount of flesh that the Ogre team has got on it. Sorry, the Ogre army has got on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is my last bit of, of flesh for this army. After that, I've got... just a... The
3: next fleshy army now, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Slime flesh. Sure, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. Ben's uh, Ben's bet this year was that there would be a Slanesh release for Blood Bowl. Could, could be a star player, could yes. be a team. Mine is that there's going to be a Squig release. I guess Madcap Migs doesn't really count because we, we kind of that's to be expected. I don't know Lude Grip is he in Slanesh
1: or He's Slanesh?
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So we're kind of even odds to that. Milton, how about you? What's your crazy prediction for Blood Bowl this year? Release wise,
2: crazy, eh, not necessarily That's crazy, but what do you think one. we're going to see? Um, well, as I said earlier, I'm convinced the Chaos doors are coming next.
0: Is Just there got a feeling about it? You've got a feeling about it. Nice. And what do you think? Yeah. What do you think will be in the box for that one? Because, obviously...
2: uh, well, I hope like quite a full team, really. Maybe like one full center, push the uh, sprue and enough dwarves to get by. Um, I mean. What's the max on the dwarves on the Chaos team? No, I currently? don't think
3: they'll have. Bull- if they do that, I don't think they'll have. Well,
2: you they think the have Bull have centaurs, centaurs are going to be separately?
3: It's a tricky one because they have recently been including some of the bigger guys, haven't they?
2: Well, yeah, the Snotling Pump Wagons even come on their own separate little. Okay, yeah. I'd say hmm.
3: Bull Centaurs, but definitely no mine at all.
0: Oh, no, definitely hmm. no mine at all. They'll, they'll absolutely farm that one out. But I've, my bet would be. Um, because we haven't seen it from them in a while, uh, maybe a ball centaur, two blockers, three
1: goblins on each sprue. So you do need I to pick up a yeah. second box. Um, because... Or they might just make the roster or Chaos doors. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that would, that would <laughs> hurt. Be
3: that would not go down well.
1: <laughs> yeah, <That> would... <laughs> Hey,
0: do you know what they might do? They might just add a thrower. Uh, they seem to enjoy doing that. <laughs> They'll add an ogre and add a thrower. And that just seems to be Kind of yep. the, the full, template for 2020. Yeah.
4: Yes.
2: I've, I've <laughs> no. decided on what the, my crazy prediction is going to be. All right. Cetra is going to be a mm. star player just to rub salt <laughs> in the wound.
0: <laughs> and it's going to be modeled as kneeling or uh, not? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Like yeah. he's on the line.
0: With a with a Pretonian <laughs> head in his hand. Just uh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and it, it it comes with vinegar as well. Um, Going to be in the spot, <laughs> <I'm> telling you, <laughs> Ian. How about you? What's your blood bowl prediction for this year?
3: Okay, my crazy prediction is that by the end of the year, and I'm thinking at the end of the year, we will see a blood bowl variant, oh. e.g., a dungeon bowl, or maybe a more mainstream kind of blitz bowl, or Seven, some sort sevens. of. Uh, Multiplayer, yeah, it's something like that. I think we'll see a Blood Bowl variant uh, rules set or box set.
0: Why do you think that?
3: Um, I just, I don't know. It's just my in my gut because I think um, having been following Warcry quite a bit recently and seeing that, like, what they've done with the Catacombs kind of set,
0: dude, that is absolutely they're not afraid to kind of
3: release a box with a little add-on. Like they could release Dungeon Bowl with a few bits of scenery pitch mm-hmm. and like an add-on book that you can buy separately if you want to um and just do it you
2: know, it's, it's, definitely it's do not that. a bad shout in because if you think about it there aren't that many teams of legend and even if they do add a couple of new teams um you know at some point they're going to run out of new blood bowl stuff that we can anticipate so yeah well, I would so the thing would is, is
3: now that. that the team legends pdf is out they don't actually have to rush through it, to be honest. And I don't right. think, Pressure's unless off. you're vampires, no one's is desperately wanting their rules because, you know, <laughs> no one knows what's going to happen.
0: Uh, uh, what do we got left? we got Amazons, Norse, High Elves, Tomb King, Vampire, Chaos Dwarves. That's only mm-hmm. only six teams left to go. You're quite right. Um, they could get that done by, you know, two years, add in a couple of extra teams as well, yeah. and by the end of Twenty Twenty Two, they're up to date with Blood Bowl. That's with space for an extra two teams. So, yeah, some kind of dungeon bowl game would be absolutely amazing. I mean, do you think they'd do it a year after the core Blood Bowl set, just like to, to drive yeah. the point home?
3: Yeah, I think they would. That they would pretty be much incredible. did that with Catacombs, didn't they? Yeah, about and a year or two after.
0: And they could. I mean, this is the cool thing about. I think some of what we're seeing there's a lot of potential for cross-pollination with the games, workshop miniatures. So, yeah. It, if they do a dungeon bowl board, if they just did it kind of like on a standard Blood Bowl pitch but had it double sided. That's
3: that's what I think that would do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um they could easily farm that out to uh war Cry and stuff like that. Bits. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That would exactly. be so good. That would be insane. That would be amazing.
1: Good. I
3: yep. That's yeah. my well, crazy um, prediction.
1: I've got something crazy if if we want to uh, just just on my mind, because you mentioned that. You mentioned um where do you go from there? Do you reckon Blood Bowl? But Bowl will ever go down the road of inventing new things that haven't already been pre-established. They're kind of, you know, where Age of Sigmar is coming up with brand new armies. Do you reckon they'll do that with Blood Bowl? Make something just new? Yes, totally. Invent a race? Totally um, do.
3: I don't think they'll invent a race that's not in the Warhammer world, if
2: that makes sense. You just want to a one team, don't you, Ben? <laughs> yeah but that's what i mean that would I mean, be, cool. be in the warhammer world well, anyway.
0: no because they've it's talked about world, yeah. they've got forest spirits in the wood elf spike there is a forest yeah. spirit team there's a snake man team in one of the spikes yeah like okay it's a real big thing um yeah but it, yeah well yeah so will they create brand new fluff for stuff
2: uh i don't know well What they could expand on is the the leagues, like the Lustrian League or the the sections that now we're we're kind of... And assuming we get more teams that fit into those categories, like if you say, you know, we get another two teams that come out, maybe we'll get some sort of more minor ones that fit in and around to sort of flesh those out. That would be be pretty cool cool as well. Like campaign
3: books, but kind of league books. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would be dangerously good i mean uh, uh, there's obviously the the chance that they will come up with different like alternate rosters for the established teams as well so within that so like a lustrian league could have you know a different norse team or an all yeah like a like
3: southland southlands yeah
0: yeah Same like variants yeah, yeah that would be another great way to do it where they wouldn't necessarily have to create more miniatures for it either they could just for example create a spike magazine and fill it full of stuff that we already have um... Well, actually,
2: if you think about it, we've now got two orc teams and two human teams. So yeah, they're kind of just variants already, aren't they?
0: I'd love to see a, a green skin mm-hmm. cup with Snotlings yeah. and black orcs and orc teams and goblin teams and chuck in a troll team there as well. It would just—it it would just be absolute carnage, and oh, that'd be great yeah, fun. Yeah, and to then do you like could a... get
3: in the uh, the squig team. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that, that would be cool. I'm really banking on a squig team. From Games Workshop yeah, I
3: at don't some think point. It's, I don't think it's unlikely, to be honest. They
1: that would be really fun to do, yeah. Greenskin yeah. Cups, Chaos Cups. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like Milton said, like some
0: kind of Lustria Cup. I mean, Amazon's fits mm-hmm. into that. And you know what else would fit into that really nicely?
2: Slan. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you could get your Dark Elves and your High Elves in yeah. around that area as well.
0: Oh, and Skaven, of course.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, ooh, Clan Pestilence, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, love the Skaven. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so we, I hold that thought. We've got a load of cool, cool potential there in Blubber, which is really good. It's a great question. Um, but before we move on, finally, Milton, we did ask you the other night when we were on Discord, Bretonian versus Nobility, and Ben, you can absolutely weigh in here because I know you've got the Bretonian experience as well. We were talking around um, whether two Blitzers is worth an ogre. So, Milton, where do you stand on that?
2: Well, I mean, I'm not... I've I've warmed to the big guy situation, but I've never been. He's even using a forty bill bases now. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, ever since the baby came, uh,
0: things have changed.
2: It's lightened you up a bit, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, the, the blitzers are such key elements of the Bretonian team, and they're so flexible and i mean the three i've got that have skilled up as like basically like having three star players as far as i'm concerned and they just carry the the team around yeah um i think like losing uh, I, i will always choose more flexibility in a reliable blitzer than an ogre for sure but that's not to be said that you can't have fun and the other choices that you get the um what's the uh the uh, what's the new one for the nobility the bodyguard. thrower, the bodyguard yeah yeah you've got the thrower and you've got the bodyguard and and they look fun but i think for me the biggest skill on the bretonian team is fend and of course the the no the nobility team have that so
0: yeah that hasn't changed um it's really interesting what they've done where they've taken the bretonian team and they've just kind of tweaked it a little bit i really hope we see some of this in some of the teams of legend but i mean ben you also went play went a play tested with bretonians while you can i mean what's mm-hmm. what's your take on the uh the ogre versus extra blitzers
1: the the four blitzers is so so good it's like you see it on humans it's like always like a must pick isn't it um oh yeah definitely. and yeah it's it, like and the blitzers on ability in bretonian are so even more value i mean you pay quite a lot, quite a bit more in ability than like a human blitzer for catch. I think it's like 30k more just for catch, but and also easier access to dodge, which is always nice. Um, but less access but to strength. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I guess because you have your bodyguards to kind of, you've still got four of them if you want to go more bruising, but it's an expensive team, ability, and it's really hard to fit everything in. So, like, even if you could take four blitzers rather than an ogre struggled to get more than one in because there's not a lot in it between blitzers and ogres
2: you lose dauntless as well
1: you do yeah and that
2: has come in very helpful i mean in the in the owa game like i was able to just chuck a blitzer at the ogre knowing that i had a fairly good chance of yeah at least giving him a run um... for his money um yeah, because yeah, when you've got a against... Dauntless
3: guy and you're supporting him with a guard piece and stuff, you're kind of sure. well in there, aren't you?
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, you've got a great chance at two-die blocking. And you've got block anyway, so even a one-die or two-die up with block isn't all that bad. But who did you play Bretonians against? Sorry, so,
1: yeah, I played them versus Chaos, and it really had me thinking, because oh, wow. especially now where strength four is way less, mm-hmm. having four Blitzers with Dauntless up against strength four is... Really, really handy because <laughs> it's like mm. it kind of just puts you on the same ground. Um, it's just two um, plus, it roll, isn't it? yeah. It's two plus to, to, with, to when you have your assist, it's two die, yeah. Ooh. yeah, that would be so, actually what do
2: the bodyguards get that the yeomen don't
0: stand firm and firm, mm. okay. So you got fend on the lineman and <laughs> stand firm, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Some potential there for Nurgle conversions, I think, with the bodyguards.
2: I don't know. That's pretty cool, actually. Cause, like I was saying about the Fend, like, I think like the biggest thing about the Bretonian team is that ability to position yourself really well. Use that Fend, work it into that. And, and the stand firm kind of plays into that idea. And, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm behind that. I can...
0: I think, Ben, that's what you were saying about this team, wasn't it? That they are just yeah. board positioning
1: and it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you can really line stuff up to annoy your opponent. Like you yeah, can really once you get block those guys in.
3: blocked.
1: Yeah. Oh but yeah. We, jamming uh, jamming who,
3: right right
1: there. Who what? The body up. the bodyguards.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, here's, we here's the yeah, that's the question, isn't it? If you've got wrestle already, do you still
1: take block? Um or do you go guard instead for the first skill? I'd rush for guard. But block isn't a bad shell because it gives you options. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm
3: just people. thinking it, it, it goes really well with Stan
2: With four does. blitzes, the guard is great on the yeoman, but with only two blitzes, you're down quite a lot of block. So it's, I don't know. It's Blocks.
0: It's gonna be really interesting to see the, the, the nobility teams develop. And this is I think the I think if you look at all tier two teams they need a couple of bits to make them sing, and I think that's why Tier Two is probably the most exciting place to be in Blood Bowl at the moment. You know, Black Orcs there's a load of potential nobility, there's a load of potential Ben. You and I somehow managed to have a chat every single week about how the how best to develop an Imperial thrower to be almost as good as another thrower. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and yeah. and it's that you know with Stunty, you've got very rarely any chance ever and you're playing for that, ah, oh, this might work, this, you know, let's, let's make people sweat, this is my goal here. When it comes to tier two, you do have that kind of underdog feeling as well, don't you? Of like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I want to win with these guys. There's a bit of challenge to it. I'm the underdog. Let's make this special. Um, and I think the biggest difference there is that all teams with four blitzers end up being tier one. Amazon, Dark Elf, Human, you know, like Orcs, um, having that massive spread of combat is huge, so I think that is the massive I think if the nobility team had four blitzers instead
1: of two and an ogre, they would probably be tier one. Maybe have that. they're still expensive though. It would be really hard to get a roster with four blitzers in. I um, think Yeah, the team I, is really pricey.
0: I think your the the muggles on the Bretonian team are forty K, whereas they're forty five now because 'cause they've got which I think is overcosted. Um
1: I think it is. Which I think it a, should be 40. Right? Yeah. or 3 plus.
0: Yeah, yeah. or plus. <laughs> 4 plus um armor 3 whatever it is. They yeah, probably <laughs> a little bit. But <laughs> I think Definitely. I think GW are kind of erring on the side of caution with the new releases to make sure that they're not massively OP and that's not just in Blood Bowl. I mean you guys just said this about the Slaanesh um guys in Age of Sigmar uh where they don't necessarily want their new splash releases to land and be immediately auto win powerful and I think because these are some of the first teams have introduced a Blood Bowl um, this this edition. If they'd landed them and they were immediately tier one bosses, I think there would have been mm-hmm. like Washington style um, disruption. Like there'd be people yeah. invading Warhammer World.
1: They made the humans super tier one instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah,
0: they did. They just snuck that in there. Uh, it was like, yeah. let's give them halflings and make them a better thrower. Um, I love it. It's great fun. It's yeah, great. I find
3: fun. it quite interesting that, on that kind of point, though, because more than any game, I think Game Workshop do, with maybe the exception of Middle Earth, Blood Bowl has always felt like a lot more of a static, closed system. So it's going to be hard for them to kind of move teams from tiers in the future, I think.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. You wouldn't have a huge an update with a huge balance shift.
2: I can't exactly. Well. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you think we'll get a season three in twenty twenty four? I don't
3: know if they'll go down that route because it's just it's not very Blood Bowl, is
2: it? Do, in do terms we think of, we'll, we'll get another rules change after this revision, or is it going to be like this for a while?
0: I think the rules will probably stay like this now, especially with Blood Bowl three landing. Um, mm-hmm. and oh I, yeah, I think because yeah, of Blood Bowl three, I mean, I'm. Obviously, I, I love the way that the General's Handbook does things with AOS, um, just by landing in and tweaking the costs and stuff. And they could really easily do that for Blood Bowl. But if BB3 is lining up exactly with BB20, then they're not going to do it. Um, if it was well, terrible... they could
1: update BB3 too, but then that's relying oh, on another yeah. separate company.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's that's... another company, plus that it's always... Unless you're playing Hearthstone... Um, having an online game where yeah. your balance shifts generally causes more riots as well, doesn't it? Like no, you imagine. I mean, they... Sorry.
3: The whole thing with Blood Bowl is, yeah, the, the fact that they've got their tier list in the first place yeah. um, kind of demonstrates they're okay with that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it could be interesting. I'd love to see that kind of balance. Like, actually, uh, these teams are performing, so we're going to increase the cost of their re-rolls. Or actually, this player is actually undercosted, so needs to be boosted up a bit. Or actually, these these yeomen, uh, these linemen, could probably do with being forty k, uh, which is what they did with Nurgle, um, before they then went and slashed all the rotters' uh, agility. You know, they did decrease the cost, so at least you could start at TV one thousand with a bit more stuff. Uh, it's just that that more stuff now does less stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> more, more worse stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They should have given the rotters swarming. That would have been sweet. Uh, strength two <laughs> and swarming—that would have been great fun. Yeah. Ah, well. Right, shall we move on to our first topic, gentlemen? Sounds Let's good. Let's talk mixed teams. Right. And we're back. 16? <laughs>
3: Sixteen. Oh, I don't know. Seventeen. <laughs> just, been, just been helpful. <laughs>
0: Uh okay I love uh, I love the little outtakes I always put in when you do the podcasting <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. So one of the first topics we ever talked about on the podcast was mixed teams. And over the last six months I guess when the spoilers landed for bloodball 2020 and we kind of just started engaging with the new format, we kind of moved away a little bit from the silly rules that we really absolutely love doing here and mixed teams was one of the first things we looked at and we've run multiple tournaments with mixed team rules in blood bowl uh 2016 rules and they have just been awesome so now i think everybody's kind of understanding where the format is now with with 2020 we probably all don't have as many games as we would like but that's okay so i think it's okay now for us to look at some mixed teams shenanigans in blood bowl 2020. And uh, yeah, we have got Ian and we've got Milton here as well to talk it through. So first things first, Ben, mixed teams. When was the, when was the first time you came across rules for mixed teams in Blood Bowl? Oh, that
1: would be the first Bonehead Bowl. That was the, the Tacular special, <laughs> like that. It was that was just so much fun because I was still pretty new to it. It was my first tournament, um, new to Blood Bowl, and to just jump into that was just like I think really cemented a love for the game. <laughs> It's just like it was such it's such a good sandbox. And that's the glorious thing with tabletop gaming is you can do whatever you want. Like if you have like a video game, like even because Blood Bowl 2 has, you know, a mixed team element with some restrictions and stuff is not really quite there. But the tabletop, you're just like, let's run a tournament. This is what you can do and you can do it and you can model it as you like. And it's just there was so much creative freedom, Um, not in just, you know, creating the roster, but making that work thematically as well is just so much fun and we we you definitely scope what you can
0: do with mixed teams. we definitely saw that in in bonehead bowl was that about 2019 bonehead bowl um i mean milton you did pretty well in that tournament uh you came across some pretty wacky mixed teams there as well didn't you
2: yeah i did i didn't myself actually run a mixed team i just played my orcs but um orcs, orcs, orcs. i did have a lot of good fun um there were some crazy teams. I think people went really heavy on the big guys because uh, I think the the sort of hobby opportunity was probably the biggest appeal there. I think yourself, uh, Ben, found that. And um, yeah, some of the ones I came across were really creative, really inventive and really good fun to sort of play against. I mean, they really made you think. Is coming across that like wall of big guys can be quite challenging. I no longer had the upper hand in strength, which I normally do with the orcs. So they kind of became an agility orc team, um, which <laughs> orcs went for bash peculiar. to dash. <laughs> yeah, they did a hundred percent, which was it took me a good few games to get my head around that as well. Like having to sort of swap the mentality of the play. Um but yeah, great fun. Uh, I kind of wish I'd I'd gone in on a mixed team now. Really, like on reflection. But at the time, it was just sort of down to the uh, the time I had, and I wanted to play, and I had the orcs, and that's did,
0: where we you, went Did with you it. manage to come third anyway? Or Was it second? I came second, second, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I came> second. <laughs> well, I'm not sure you would There'll have. There'll be plenty that. of chances in the future. Of- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Ian, I'm not sure. Have you ever had a chance to run a mixed team in Blood Bowl? Only with our um, kind
3: of New Year, Christmas uh, two box special. That was ah, a great fun little. Ben's tournament we had. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: Blood
3: Type, Child. Yeah, so we each got given a bowl, uh, two, box, or two half boxes of a, a random team and uh, bashed them into a team and had a little tournament. It was great fun. So, um, what was that sevens we did?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What yeah did you, sevens. What did so you yeah, running? only
3: only really played it on that. Oh <laughs> yeah, I picked Nurgle and Humans, the two teams i like painted. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a bit I was a bit sour about that, but hey.
2: Well to be fair, off the back of it, you made an absolutely amazing looking human team.
1: Very true.
3: Yeah, well, still work in progress. I've kind of stalled on those, but yeah, yeah it did make know. me want to just start a human team, which is good.
1: Another this one. Is the way-
0: this is the way. <laughs> yeah, just roll with it. Hey? So that was your brainchild, Ben Hangover Ball, which was basically a sprue, a mm-hmm. random sprue of each, and chuck it in and throw it into the mix. I mean, what was what was the driving force behind that? Like, what
1: was your vision for that? I think it started off. We were discussing secret center ideas. We were like, let's do a secret center at the club. And I thought, I think it would kind of just like evolved from that, thinking thinking this could be a really fun game slash hobby thing over christmas and then we started talking about like the number of teams available and it just worked really well for, like the amount of players interested um pitching a bit you know the discount on the models we put towards prizes um and i thought it just worked it just worked really neatly i think I, at least i i hope it did from everyone else's perspective oh no yeah, yeah, well, really
2: fantastic fun. one of you know one of the best uh little mini tournament things we've done it was great that's, you know mm-hmm. sevens and mixed teams yeah,
0: i was very happy um <laughs> I, was, I was very happy and i won so i was even happier <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was just like ben's day it's in the calendar um didn't you get
3: cool. or did you get a dark elf and scaven? i did
0: brutal I did, yeah. I was was, like, yeah. <laughs> as
3: was... soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, bloody, That's like that's
0: perfect. Team. <laughs> I was pretty happy <laughs> with that, it worked brilliantly, and I think that's a combo that probably got even better in Blood Bowl 2020. So, um, thanks for just talking that through. The whole point of talking that through is just kind of like to look at what we've done before and how well it's worked. Um, and I mean, in the last, um, hmm, I'm throwing up a little warning on my PC here and OBS, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. The the element that you guys said earlier about the fact that actually Blood Bowl has tiers, so things are just not balanced. Um, I I personally feel like because of that, the mixed teams, it's it's kind of like you're aware of what's going on when you're walking into it. You know, you know that a double tier one team is going to be potent, and a double tier three team is going to be ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I mean, how do you guys feel about that with that element of actually? You're changing the balance of the game.
3: Yeah, I sort of yeah, think that. When I was
0: thinking about it,
3: um, there's sort of a couple of approaches to doing it, really, isn't there? Sort of, are you just looking to like plug the weaknesses in one team? So you know, like go primarily with one team and then just plug the holes. Um, so you know, like let's say you take dwarfs, but then you take uh, a couple of wood elves or something that because they're lacking in speed and agility. So do you just sprinkle a few players in? Um, in which case, yeah, I think that does massively improve the kind of efficiency of the base team. I think if you go for a 50-50 mix, I, I don't know how much you gain from that. I'm not sure.
0: You, you're right. You, you've know got you that element of balancing things out. And then you kind of got that combo time where you're like, I can take the best parts of this team and the best parts of this team and yeah. put it together and just
1: expand it. So, sorry, Ben, what were you going to add? I was just going to say, like, it It definitely enables you to um, make a really powerful build, like you were saying, with the combo. Like, yeah, you are right. I think there's probably a, a definite best combo, I could say. Like, it's hard to think off the top of my head, but I imagine if you worked it out, you could think, like, this combination is just way too strong. Like it's so tier one. Um,
0: now we're gonna we're gonna. Come think to that in, in a second.
1: because like, um,
0: that's, that's, yeah. that's that's good. That's good foreshadowing there, Ben. I like that because we are definitely gonna <laughs> gonna tackle that in a moment. Um, and so we'll 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 continue through the show notes. So we've done this in Blood Bowl 2016. Blood Bowl 2020 has landed, and with the exception of humans. Uh, everything kind of got a little bit closer knit. You know, the tier one stuff got nerfed in some ways. Their passing is not as good. Their pricing went up. Uh, Leap got nerfed. You know, some of the top performing teams got a little bit worse. Uh, You know, even dwarves, actually, the cost of some of their players went up, which means that you can't buy the full lineup immediately without sacrificing a reroll. So they kind of dropped that tier one down a little bit. And I personally think they raised up stunt the stunty level a bit more. Um, it feels like the stunty teams, a lot of them got a bit cheaper, or they got a bit better in some ways. I'm not sure goblins did, but you know, um, at least yeah, I think
3: they lost a few things to be honest. Yeah,
0: swoop hurts them a little bit. Swoop not being as good, but the Uligun mm-hmm. actually became a player worth taking, and the fact that the pogo stick still yeah, has yeah. pogo stick means you've got that leap element and goblins were not that bad to begin with and their trolls are now lower three plus so they kind of have got a little bit boosted i think they've raised up tier three and they've dropped tier one and it is only a little bit all right it's only like five percent or whatever um but i feel like in every team in Blood Bowl now in every single team in Blood Bowl now you can look at it and you can go hmm actually I can do this with these guys and this is going to work. And here's my combo. This is my end goal. This is what I'm going to develop this team to do. And this is what my game plan is. And I think that's way better than it was in, in, in the last edition because it felt a little bit watered down where everything was kind of the same. But they've got that little element of nuance with the teams here. So in 2020, Ben, do you think that the mixed teams are going to be, like you said, tier one, tier one? Do you think that's going to be as killer as it potentially felt like in the last
1: edition i think there may be ways to make it so like you mentioned with the change to 2020 even more things like the 5k differences where you might be able to squeeze players in where you normally couldn't um because there's a little bit more granularity to it all um I think you are right where tier one isn't so quite as as advanced. I think tier two separated a little bit more. But I think tier two almost where you say three kind of came up, one kind of went down, but I feel like two kind of, there's a gap in the middle, I think. I think there's definitely some weak tier two teams and some strong tier two teams. Yeah, that's yeah, um, that's bang on, actually.
3: You can definitely fill some of the gaps, though, which is kind of you what can. I was saying earlier. So let's say take Nobility, for example, who we talked about earlier, and we're always ragging on their thrower. You just stick a human thrower in there instead.
1: Oh, we're definitely going on to that.
3: Ah. And, uh, you know, chuck a couple of extra blitzes in.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. it, it is so Suddenly sad. Something
3: you've crafted.
0: <laughs> uh, but you, yeah, even, you know. I mean, you, you are right when it comes to that. You can patch up the teams. But, you know, I mean, from brewing this up, I pulled Skaven and Dark Elves in uh, Hangover Bowl. And I think historically that would have been potentially one of the most potent teams kicking around. But now where the Dark Elf passing has got dropped a bit, uh, but the Skaven passing has got boosted a bit. Yeah, now you've got a Uh, Skaven. All right, actually, I'm sold. That's still going to be an (laughs) absolutely solid combo. Um, And there are going to be a few absolutely killer combos. But I don't think it's it's going to sweat anything. I mean, you know... From looking and thinking about some of the combinations, Milton, is there any team there that you were like, I do not want to play against that combo? Um,
2: hmm, that's, a, that's an interesting one. I don't know. I think... I yeah, think... your Skaven Dark Elf sounds pretty <laughs> horrible. In fact, that was the only team I lost to in the Hangover Bowl, so... <laughs> um, yeah. I I, kind
1: of, I, sorry to interrupt. I kind of think Skaven anything.
2: Yeah. I, I agree. even have...
1: All their positionals, yeah, it's like they fill every gap.
2: <laughs> I think where you you can get um, some players with some really high movement into some normally like slower teams, yeah, works quite quite well. Cool, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Like that movement changes everything. You know, if you can get seven or eight MA players with decent survivability and then like a wall of um, of tough, stronger players to sort of catch things out. um I think that's that's huge. That's a huge play for the mixed teams.
0: And I think that's um so it, that actually takes it more towards NFL, which is really quite interesting. So all the teams in Blood Bowl they tend to be incomplete from like a American football standpoint, where they've either got like a lot of the, the dash elements or they've got a lot of the bash elements. And when it comes to mixed teams, mm. you can cherry pick. You've got a bigger roster to pick from uh and i don't know i like that i mean well i'm gonna put it out that is there anyone who disagrees that it doesn't feel like you are upping the power level of blood bowl a bit oh it does up
3: the level yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like it ramps it up and it adds that competitive element of- really yeah no absolutely so this is just from a from a power play point of view and the thing is Hackflem mm-hmm. does everything you guys just said as a star player now so chaos chaos dwarves these teams all can take hack who adds that high edge high speed thing and that's what makes those teams feel way more complete so in a tournament setting having a chaos dwarf team that could also take hack you're kind of like oh so you've got a great front line you've got brilliant kind of blitzers linebackers with their bull centaurs and you've got one of the best kind of pass slash runners in the game and it's like oh that is really saucy but that's exactly what you're saying with a team like um when you add skaven to something when you look at at wood elves and dwarves you know there's some combos there that you're like that is going to be tough and i think you have to preface any kind of element where there is a mixed team thing with either rules to control the combos which we will come to in a second or just that knowledge that this is what this environment can be like and I know rose-tinted spectacles are in a massive effect here, but with the first bonehead bowl, and what would have been the second one, but obviously couldn't play, we really owned up to that. We were like, there's, there are three type of people who are going to come to this. There are those who are going to brew up the best team they can because they want to see how far they can push Blood Bowl. Let's chuck NOS on it and see how it goes. There's the second player that's like, oh my god, I can take Stunties, I can take big guys for days, I can make a great painting, like this is a modelling opportunity, I'm just going to have fun. And there's the third player that was like, I'm going to take the team I love because this is a new environment. And I'm going to have a bunch of new games that I've never played. So, I which I think I don't know, Milton. Would you say you you fit into that third category the first time around with with Bonehead Ball?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, and, yeah, I, I think I. And I think hit snail on the head, really.
0: And I think that's just such a great element to this is that, especially when you're taking mixed teams to a tournament, you are going to be playing some games of Blood Bowl that you have never and will never play again, and. I just think that's so exciting um, because you just absolutely take a game you know really well and max it out. Now, that brings about my next question to you guys. So we'll start with Ian and do a cheeky bit of creeping death here. Um, Given that we are in quite a new format, so one of the exciting things about running mixed teams in 2016 is the format was hecka established, right? You knew... Whales are the best and halflings are the worst and everything in the middle. Um, but now we're in a in a new format as well. Do you, do you think that, I mean, how far before, how long before you think mixed teams are kind of going to be uh, something that people are desperate to explore, given that the standard meta is still under exploration?
3: Yeah, I think that's an interesting one. Because I feel like um, the people who know Blood Bowl well enough, you know, for all the changes in 2020 it, it is still Blood Bowl and, um, you know, there's a lot that is the same I think there is some key differences but still um, if you feel like you know Blood Bowl well enough it could still kind of have that appeal I think Um. yeah, I, I don't know about clambering, I think you've got to be open to it, haven't you um, I think maybe a lot of people will just be keen to kind of see how the dust has settled on it but yeah i, I think it, i'm going to give a really non-committal answer here because i don't actually know i don't even know how i feel about it necessarily but i just want to play some games so <laughs> <laughs> i'll play whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <I'm,
0: laughs> what, what about you milton what do you think about the exploration phase of blood Bowl? because we are definitely still exploring 2020 is it too soon for mixed teams
2: no not really i think like ian you know to build on what ian just said blood bowl as a game is very well established um and yeah despite the slightly newer rules changes i i I don't think it should limit the amount of fun we can have with it and and as ben said earlier you know going into bonehead bowl was one of his first sort of like introductions into the, the blood bowl game and and Mixed teams didn't stop him, and it cemented his interest in the game. So I, I say we just go for it and see what happens. I mean, there's so much in Blood Bowl that can sort of change and vary through that mixed teams experience that I don't necessarily think it's going to impact hugely on the standard game kind of meta understanding. I kind of think it has its own sort of unique take on the game
0: every setup is different you know there you know there are some games where actually i've played this matchup before i know that this is a quite a strong formation or like here's my opening moves are going to be the same but as soon as that kickoff table happens you know you are playing a almost unique situation um not often do you play like the same drive over and over again it's just not the case. We did think it might be more so in Blood Bowl 2020 where some of the combo elements are a little bit stronger. But I really don't think so. I mean, played a few games in 2020, but it's the same thing. Like Milton says, it's like as soon as you as soon as you roll that first dice you you're off into a different alternate reality and it's just going to expand from there so introducing those teams is just going to create opportunity for you're watching one division again i actually haven't <laughs> but i did i was listening to uh to what was i listening to constructed resources and they said actually it's really worth um worth a watch a bit weird to yeah, start with but i'm it enjoying
3: really it so very good
0: Ah, that's good. So, BT, it circles round to you, and like Milton said, it was your first Blood Bowl tournament experience with the mixed teams. So you went—I mean, you went from naught to one hundred in Blood Bowl, anyway, because you were like, "I'll start with goblins because I like losing games." Mm. Um, you know, rocking up and and just diving into a place where there's four hundred something different team options. You know, how was that for you from a new player, and how do you think that relates now to us all being new players in twenty twenty?
1: Um. I guess it comes down to just like the mindset you have towards the game i think for me it's never really a game where i want to win like i don't really have a competitive mindset when it comes to like like this kind of game i i much rather just enjoy the experience me and might say differently after a 40k game but um uh, i much rather just enjoy like the tabletop experience uh of just like modeling playing a game with people having a laugh i think that means so much more to me than sitting down and winning personally and i I completely agree that blood bowl is a great game for wanting to win because i think it's a great competitive game um but yeah that's just that's just my experience so for me i think mixed teams just expands that so much more of just laughing with your opponent seeing what they've come up with kind of you understand a bit about the person with what they've created i think and especially how <laughs> they've done it i know we definitely have people who regular our tournaments um who come up with some really creative teams uh, yeah. um joe <laughs> and it just it's just really good fun
4: and
1: <clears throat> no. that's my approach to it no I,
0: I i i love it i think it's brilliant and we're going to gloss over this bit even though it is a massively important element is that the third triome of blood bowl is the hobby aspect so you know, Ben just mentioned there's some people who go massive on the hobby um side when it comes to this, and this creates an opportunity to just build something you've never built before or would never build before. I did it with my undead team, undead kemri six mummies or four tomb guardians. It's just like it's a team I got to build, I got to stylize, and it's something that I just could do for that one tournament. I mean for Tombstone, I mean you guys Milton built the ethereal team, you know, you built the uh, the wear team. Um, To be fair, for Beachhead, he had finished painting his his Nurgle team. You know, these hobby flashpoints are really useful, but we will move forward a little bit. Um, So how we've done mixed teams in the past, and I I think is probably still appropriate, is to stop... um, There's a thematic imbalance in some elements. Um, And we used alignments in Bonehead Bowl and in mega bowl to kind of just separate the teams we had like a a good a neutral and a evil i think it was chaotic i think it was all like law neutral chaotic and it kind of grouped the teams together so that it kind of limited a little bit of the interaction all the neutral teams could work with anybody and then the good teams could work with neutral or good good and chaotic chaotic i mean I think that worked really well. With 29 teams, I think there's 800 and something combinations. If you don't include an alignment thing, with an alignment thing, there's something like 500, which I think is probably plenty. Um, And it just, it (laughs) does, it does limit some of the power combos. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk through some combos we think uh, would be awesome for one reason or another and I think they're all going to kind of fall into the alignment categories anyway, so let's start with Ian. Ian, have you got a pick for us uh, from a mixed team point yes. of view? Yes. What are you thinking?
3: Um, Yeah, so I'm actually kind of, yeah, coming at it from a bit thematic, but also what I was mentioning earlier about plugging some of the gaps, uh, and going for Nurgle and Skaven.
0: Ooh, I like this. So it's
3: kind of a pestilency yep. theme. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, I mean, 2020 dropping kind of put me down on Nurgle, to be honest. Um, they're quite hard work to play with at the start anyway, you know, in the older edition. But the the Rotters kind of, <laughs> looking at their, with the agility and passing split. So, uh, what are they now? So, Rotters, yeah, 6 plus passing, 4 plus agility. So, they yeah. got a lot worse.
0: For that bargain of um, 5k <laughs> price reduction.
3: Yeah, yes. just um, yeah, and they weren't kind of a particularly high, high starting tier team anyway. Obviously, you know, a built Nurgle team was was always something pretty horrible um, to face off against. But
0: definitely, um,
3: yeah, I just kind of thought you're kind of then forced to rely on the Pestigors for all your ball handling. Um, so why not uh, chuck in some Skaven? <laughs> and kind of share the duties a bit. Because um, obviously you've got, I think the thrower is kind of an automatic there. Just being able to um, kind of pass that ball on a two, pick it up on a three.
0: With um, the re-rolls as well. With
3: sure hands. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just so reliable. Such a great player. Um, I think he's definitely one of the big winners of the new edition.
0: I, I Um agree. I know you're always a fan agree. of taking
3: them anyway, but I think he's...
0: Now they've just got way better. You've got a fifth gutter runner now, as far as um, Skaven are concerned, with that ball yeah. with that ball carrier, yeah. which is pretty good, and I'm okay with it. So uh, the Skaven yeah. can plug the gaps of the Nurgle. But what did Nurgle bring to this combo?
3: Well, I think they've just got what Skaven often lack is the kind of solid line. Um, you know, we always talk about Skaven line rats being very like sacrificial pieces. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know, if you can if you can stick four bloaters on the line, I would probably avoid the big guy initially for costs and stuff anyway. But yeah, having four bloaters and the fact that they can um, you know mess around with the opponent's team's passing and blocking and stuff as well adds like an extra frustration element. Um. So yeah, they bring some strength.
0: I I love that, mm. and it's thematic, and you can kind of you can kind of gloss over both those teams' vulnerabilities. You add the resilience of Nurgle and the agility of Skaven, and it's really thematic. And, and I'm not being funny. That would be a really great team to paint up. Uh, you could
1: go, yeah, go through a yeah,
0: to, um, uh,
3: Plague monk kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Get some
1: cool. get some uh, screenshots or footage from Vermintide 2. Yeah, all the <laughs> Nurgle and the Skaven running around together in that. <laughs> hey, this might be a team that yeah, works um, really well in uh, Milton's Lustrian League. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're loving it over there in Lustria, these plague
0: No, that's an absolutely superb example. Milton, how about you, man?
2: So, I, I guess this kind of comes back to our discussion earlier about how the game has changed. And I've, I've kind of gone with the if it ain't broke, then don't try fix it approach of the same team that I ran in Hangover Bowl. And of course, the Hangover Bowl stuff was random. You know, we ended up with half a sprue from each box, and I got humans and I got lizards, and I'd never ran either of those teams before. Um, but together, they were really quite powerful. Um, I think I only got pipped to the post by you by one or two points, wasn't it? So
0: it was it was um, really close.
2: And I think, in if I'm right, the human team has got a little bit better. So, um, hundred yeah, percent is a lot better now. So yeah. you, you're looking at you've got you've got your choice. You can take a croxagore or an Ogre. They're both the same price. You might take the Ogre if you decide to take a Halfling. So you have got that option for the one turn touchdown. If you you got that throw teammate, or you can go for the powerhouse of the Croxegor. The Blitzers and the Saurus Blockers are the same cost at 85k, but the Human Blitzers have got that seven movement and block off the bat. But yes, you know, remember, you've so. got those Soros blockers holding that line with the uh, Strength Four really, really well. And the human linemen, I found so effective in that team for fifty k. They're, they're just so yeah. solid.
3: Armor eight fifty k six movement. They do kind um,
0: of stuff. They do everything you need them to do. Yeah. They yeah, they're, I, they're underrated. I think.
2: I mean, I, I would probably say that I wouldn't even bother looking at the skinks in this mixed team, particularly. Oh. Unless there oh, were... You um...
3: want to chuck in one yeah, or two? They're yeah. They're great
2: catchers. Shame that they don't have right stuff.
3: <laughs> like explosive pieces, they've got huh. stunty...
2: Yeah, if they were right yeah. stuff, that would be amazing. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe one or two, but you think about it, the Blitzers already have that 7MA. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, but they the Sphinx are dodging only one more, and the... they don't have the dodging. But if you're in a tournament setting, and you've got a few skilled packages that you can give to them, you can think about sort of um, maybe giving some of those Blitz- Blitzers... Um, Dodge and making them blodgers and, and giving them that accessibility, and they're more reliable in terms of their uh, their strength. They're better all-round players. You could always
3: take the um, take a chameleon just for the kind of interest of having that new on the ball.
1: They're really good, yeah. So, nice. yeah they're really good. There's, there's, there's just the a
2: lot of options in that mixed team, and I really enjoy playing them. I think they were really fun to play, and I suspect they probably fit in the uh, alignment. Yeah, no I that would neutral. that would come absolutely.
0: up. Absolutely. Humans, neutral all day long. They can go with any, absolutely anybody. Um, now, Milton, I think you're overlooking one tiny thing. Skinks get agility. Catch. They are one little tiny skill away from being 3-plus ah, dodging forever with a 3-plus reroll on catch because they got that stunty. I would take maybe just one because they're just... I
2: had to overlook that, yeah. Because
0: they just... Well, human catchers are basically skinks, aren't they? <laughs> ah, but they don't have stunty.
2: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, just, the skinks just run through stuff, 3-plus with a re-roll, 3-plus with a re-roll, and unless you're Ian, where you fail half mm. your 3-plus rolls um, with, when you're dodging, I don't know. I, but, but that's the cool thing, and I think you've both already hit on this immediately. Like, there's some awesome combos there, and there's more than one. You know? And mm. that, I think, is another really beautiful thing about mixed teams is that, like Sevens, because in Sevens you've got up to four positionals, there's three, four, five good builds with every team. When it comes to mixed teams, there's going to be three, four, five good builds. Like Milton said, do I go Croxagor and some Saurus with some Blitzers and the Human? Do I go Strong Running Game? Do I use the Human Thrower with Skinks and stuff to do the catching? Like, it's just cool. Oh, do like I go through teammates? Catch nerves
3: as do on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: You know, and that's just awesome. So, and yes, Miltonio Banderas, your star player. Um, that was a that was a heck of a game on yeah, our last sevens competition. It
2: was, yeah, it was really close as well, wasn't it? It was, it was awesome.
0: Snow. That was, oh man, that was this just what, thirteen months ago now. That was uh, that was cracking. When when the world reopens, we have to do something like that again, Ben. We'll have to pester you to do it. And now mm. with Snotlings, Imperial Ability, Black Orcs, Necro, uh, and so well. well
2: Actually, OWA is yeah. something that none of us have discussed yet. And I wonder if they actually suffer from mixed teams because of the animosity. I think they just
1: suffer. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> I They're like a bad mixed team. Yeah, you know, I are. mean,
2: but previously, the only sort of, well, we have Renegades and we have Underworld, and now yeah. we've got OWA. And o- OWA and Snotlings are really new. And so we've not explored them in the mixed team concept yet.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Next community Together. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone comment on, on a good OWA mixed team roster because I'm genuinely interested. <sighs> if it can work.
0: <laughs> uh, I think you just take humans and dwarves, don't you? And you've got it
1: all. You just, if
0: you want to play OWA. No, you're, you're
3: literally right. Yeah. Because oh, you get right, the yeah. halflings anyway. You get it's, just an the tree man any
0: it's just the tree man you'd miss. Like, yeah, well, and to
3: be yeah. fair, you, you could get a death roller then too, couldn't you?
0: <laughs> uh, hey, the death, the death roller with uh, pile driver is going to be amazing. It is going to be expensive, two hundred k or something ridiculous at that point. But it is going to be amazing where it smashes a dude, mighty blow, and then can follow up with a cheeky plus two foul. And guard helps with fouling now. Honestly, death roller. Even you though mean it's... it's one player, 60k yeah. yeah. As long as it's I another still, death I still roller. Struggle with this. Um... <laughs> Yes,
3: yeah. OWA tier one
0: ranking. I struggle. Oh yeah, that is um optimistic. However, <laughs> we may play out. We there's a tournament that um I think it was in France in the last month. I'm not sure if it actually played or not. I'm, I'm I'll check on the the monthly meta. They um they upped uh Necro and Imperial nobility to a tier one point five instead of tier two and i know okay ah, yeah i know i thought that was quite interesting um i think that's, that is interesting. Okay, but there, we we are really still in a new edition where actually mm. we could find out that i mean so far we found out that Kemry is awesome having won two tournaments and that snotlings are awesome yeah. having just destroyed multiple teams um it is a new format and we are going to find out that some teams are really good and it could be that actually owa uh, are better than we thought. I can't see them being tier 1. I, but I mean Milton, you just played against the I, worst version of them with Bretonians who are tier 1 and it was a brawl.
2: Yeah, it was. I, although I just had to double check that they were tier 1 in the rule book. I didn't quite believe it when you just Yeah, said no,
3: I I just saw it when I was looking through it and I can Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, surprised. T- to be perfectly honest, you know, Ian played a fantastic game with them and they can be quite bashy, really. Um, if you if you're playing them right, those those dwarves and the ogre. And it's the,
1: yeah, oh, no, it's the bad thrower is it? I was going to say they still have a human thrower, uh, but it's a bad it's not... thrower. <laughs> it's, it's not the bad <laughs> the old bad
0: thrower. thrower, but it's still oh, yeah. a bad thrower.
3: Yeah, old world. Yeah, old world human thrower. Yeah. Why is he throwing on a three?
0: Yeah. It's just it's old school. A, it's just like
3: <laughs> all <geriatric>, <laughs> Yeah.
0: All the retired players from the other teams. Uh you know, the yeah. the the beat up it's dwarfs, weird. the old retire the retired thrower <laughs> and the racist humans. They're all coming out and uh so in, just in twenty sixteen then. Yeah.
3: Was obviously they only had a very, very short time in that game. Was it literally just carbon copies of their main their main counterparts, sort of thing. Ooh, I
0: don't know about because the. Because they've obviously our... yeah. changed things up yeah. a little bit in,
3: in this edition. We?
0: It was, but everybody Are... had Lona four plus, including the halfling.
2: Yeah, I've, I've just I've just noticed something about the OWA rules. Their animosity actually specifies which teammates. So if you were running a mixed team, they're not specified in the animosity, so it's not actually a problem.
1: You'll throw it to a lizard. It says yeah.
2: animosity, all dwarf and halfling teammates. But yeah, if you've got Lizardmen, it's not in that rule.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> one. Now, when it, when uh, it came to, actual... to mixed teams before, we did discuss whether or not animosity would be worthwhile. But actually, it didn't add a lot, so we
1: didn't add it. Yeah, um, it complicates things and makes it less fun.
0: Yeah, and I think orc, te- orc players will agree with you on that one. So, BT, how about you? <laughs> Have you got a good uh, got a good brew for us?
1: yes yeah, so we we kind of mentioned it earlier, and you asked me as well, you know what do we think will change in twenty twenty and while I don't think personally for me much will change because it's less about the rules, I think this was kind of an attempt to make it change um so I've done humans and ability, and this is more just a case of this is i think will be quite a fun twenty twenty mix team, just kind of taking the ability for the hell of it, even though the more I think about it, the more I think it's like nerfing humans um <laughs> So it's like I, I think where it, uh, where I have it in mind where it could be really fun is I think the ability have a really good place in mixed, especially Zevens, because your catchers oh sorry, your blitzers have catch. So you've kinda of got two players and one. So if you have a positional limit, which mixed teams often do, um, to some extent, I think being able to do stuff like having your block and catch on one player really helps you free up other choices so you can take your thrower And probably another human blitzer, just so you have that three punch with a thrower and also good catching, so you can do, like, the runs. Um, I I think that would would be pretty solid. Um, Yeah, I I think there's definitely ways you can experiment with this team, and ultimately, it's always going to work however you model it, I think. I think you could really have some fun, like, making the nobility, like, proper, over-the-top noble (laughs) and going to, like, peasant for, like, linemen, doing the full, like empire range
3: if only um, there was a team that had both kind of knightly lordly
1: characters <laughs>
3: supported <laughs> by peasantry
4: uh,
0: yeah uh, I don't know I think <laughs> I think, I think, I think are going to be like the uh, the squat team for Blood Bowl now forever I think we're going to have yeah. people still playing Bretonians yeah. Yeah. and using them as different stuff that's wicked. I, I've got a, a, a few that the guys on the Patreon actually came up with which I, I thought were brilliant. Um, Timothy said, I'd mix up a Monster Mash team with Shambling Undead and a bit of Necromantic to just chuck yeah, in all oh, the monsters. Mm-hmm. I like that as well. Nergal and Skaven, Rob Thompson. Uh, Marriage the Maiden, choice. Bilth, Get some speed and some power mutations. You can see a nice sewer theme. Yeah, it's there. Anton. Anton hates his friends. Uh, Dwarf and Kemri uh slowest team around <laughs> but man imagine the bash imagine the bash on that one yeah uh, and i think there's actually a ton of good suggestions but um skaven and necro also a really good combo uh, and Very fast. Uh, and some stunty mixes here and that would be my sort of choice here that uh, you know obviously dark elves and skaven great combination but i think a great combo would be Snotlings and Ogres. Um, not, yeah. Not well, The price decrease is fantastic, but you kind of fix uh, the Ogres a little bit. You add some fun secret weapons, you add a little bit of extra positionals, but also Snotlings have Swarming, which when tied in with Riotous Rookies will just maximise the carnage on the pitch because you will have four Ogres, maybe a Pump Wagon, you know, a Funhopper, a Stilty, a Bombardier, and then there's still, like, six or seven Snotlings and Noblars just running around, sidestep, dodging, being thrown, being kicked. Like, this is just <laughs> absolute ridiculousness. And it would look so sweet to have, like, this just little army of little guys and big guys. I mean, I love the Snotling team, um, but just more big guys and more little guys. It boosts both sides. Ogres are more reliable than Trolls. Snotlings have got Swarming, and they've got, like, the extra little positionals. And quite frankly, they're just two of the best model kits that Games Workshop have dropped because they're so much fun. Totally. Um, that would be that would be my my first go to is because actually you get more big guys, and you get way more little guys, and I just think that would just be carnage. I'm i not convinced it would perform very well, but it would perform better than either of those teams on their own. Um, you know, the ogres would make a Snotling team better, and swarming would make an ogre team better. So you know you you're squeaking out at like tier two point nine then and that's just living the dream
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I, I really I love don't team a lot I really don't think there's any bad combos um I think dwarves good elves and dark elves skaven are probably two of the combos that if you want to play to win, would give you one of the best opportunities but I still think that any of the rosters we've talked, they've all got an angle, they've all got a game plan, they've all got great modelling yeah. potential, and that's just because the thing is,
3: even if you just take one or two players from the other team, mm-hmm. you've 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 done that with the purpose of improving the yeah. the, the kind of base team. Now, yeah, um... so I think it will, would come down to composition because obviously, if you took a whole team <clears> of uh, you know rotters and skaven lightmen, you kind of lost the. <laughs> The advantages of both,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, it wouldn't so, cost yeah, you very much, be... though. <laughs> no, wouldn't I? Um And I, I think, think I think a couple of things we probably didn't mention at the top is that uh, what we used the rules for Bonehead Bowl and for Mega Bowl is the team with the most expensive re-roll, that's the re-roll you use, and we yeah. put uh, was it four players minimum from each team, um, mm-hmm. so you couldn't just add one gutter runner to a dark elf team; you had to add. You know up to four players, but you know what? The linemen on most teams are not bad, and it, it never really restricted the build, it just meant you couldn't just do uh dwarves with a ward answer. Mm. You know, it had to be a dwarf, well, yeah.
3: So, yeah, so a... Ben, on your human nobility mix, yeah, you, you're you paying 70k for the rerolls instead of
1: the yes, the big nerf to humans, yeah.
3: <laughs> really and I think uh, having uh, that mixed... actually, it would be the same with the Skaven nerf combo as well. You're going from mm-hmm. 50 to 70.
0: Yeah, and I think that's yeah. one slightly balancing element. Um, we did do it before that it was that plus 10, but you got an extra fan factor for each. Just really wasn't worth it. Really, really wasn't needed. So we dropped it down to just the most expensive reroll. Um, that way, you're not just taking a yeah. Nurgle team, taking four Skaven, and then using the cheap rerolls. Um, you don't that's get definitely that. something to
3: think about, though, isn't it? Like, to try and yeah. get a bit of efficiency out of them. Try and find teams which have similar, the same reroll value.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think It's definitely a
3: consideration. Because if you're taking three rerolls, that's 60 extra K. So you lose a player, basically.
0: Kind of. Kind of, yeah.
3: Yeah, depends how you look at it, obviously. But.
0: So I think definitely. we can probably wrap up the mixed team combo here. I absolutely love this idea. I love it more in sevens because we can get more games in. So Ben, as soon as we reopen the world, I think it needs to be a coronavirus hangover bowl. And uh, we've got more teams now, more sprues. It could be sweet to <laughs> just get some absolutely outrageous combinations. Um,
3: ball.
0: Oh, I like yeah, that. I like it. that, actually. <laughs> All right, it's decided. Ben, you're running that. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> right, cool. We are going to take a little bit of a break and we'll be back with Bash or Dash. and we're back and it is time for our very first and probably last episode of bash or dash our blood bowl game show we've got our three competitors and we're going to go through at least three rounds where we are setting them up with some team matchups and they will have to identify whether the team they've chosen in that round is the bash team or the dash team and we've got this data from you guys our viewers who've uh, Put in your votes for the top five bash and the top five dash teams ready for top five fridays we're going to be able to compare that data as we go and say in a specific matchup whether you the listeners have rated a team bash or dash so the rules for the game are very simple compared to what i wanted them to be if anybody's seen the episode of friends where they look at uh um bamboozled uh that's kind of where i was going but we we towed it down a little bit it's
3: turned out more as ultimate fireball
0: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) we'll do that next time um so basically every round we'll have three teams up on the board starting with the player with the lowest points they'll get to choose a team they can choose whether they want to go one two or three guesses and they have to get all their guesses right to score their points so if you can take it easy and take one and if you get it right you get one point or you can go difficult at two or three, but you have to get all three right to score the points. And what basically that means is, so say we had halflings up there, and Ben said I'd choose the halfling team, but I want three guesses, please. We'll have three teams generated, and i will have to go one by one to determine whether his team, halflings, are bash or dash in that matchup. If he gets them all right, he gets three points. If he doesn't, then the next lowest player, the player who's got less points than him, can blitz, finish off his guesses, and steal those. Points. We are gonna do at least three rounds. I do have a super secret round that we're gonna sneak in there and there is obviously a speed round if we need it for tiebreakers. I have had far too much fun preparing this and I know that it's now eleven <laughs> o'clock at night, but I am having a great time already.
3: Night is <laughs> <laughs> no, still young.
0: Alright, Okie dokie. So uh we will bring up the teams. For the first round, so we kind of did a warm-up round before. Do you guys have any questions before we start?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say we need like a round to say like, I- I'm Ben, I'm from Southampton. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely.
3: Uh, tell us a fun. What's your name and where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
1: a, that's an absolute doozy. All
0: right, I've got a, bit a retro. I've that. got a thing here. I've got a thing here. We'll start off, and uh, our first contestant for today is Ian Warhanum Hanum. Ian how are you today?
3: <laughs> so that was the ground. The best yeah. I could do. That's oh, the best yeah, I that's could do. Like
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Ian, who are you? Where are you from?
3: I'm Ian aka Warhanum <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I'm from Dibden Perlu.
0: Nice. Well, thank you very much for joining us uh, today, Ian i'm uh, pleased to see that you're an avid watcher i lost a lost a bet (laughs) you did actually (laughs) a long time ago (laughs) okay fantastic and now to introduce our second guest i actually don't know how to stop that when it's playing we've got miltonio banderas milton how are you today
2: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Ben.
0: Fantastic. Where are you from, Milton? What brings you here?
2: I'm from Totten and I'm here for the bash. <laughs> fantastic.
0: <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. That's so good. That's so good. Right. Do I have another intro here lined up, ready? I do not. <laughs> Yeah, the haircut's not that bad. (laughs) Okay, so uh, sorry, Ben, you can have this one instead. It's Ben. How are you doing today, Ben? Hello. I'm
1: fantastic. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the show. Where are you from and what brings you here? Uh, I'm from Southampton and I'm here because. (laughs) (laughs)
4: there's the (laughs) co-host all
0: right fantastic i think we're ready to move on to our first round uh let's bring up the top three teams and then i am going to randomly determine which one of you starts with the honorary less points let's go with 90 for the visibility there so the three teams in round one are black orcs humans and Imperial Nobility. So, I've got my dice. We're going to go Blood Tithe Ben 1-2, Milton 3-4, and Warhanam 5-6. It's Warhanam Hannam. So, Ian, you are up really? first in round one. Which of these teams would you like to choose?
3: Well, I think given my uh, avatar that's uh, popped up on the screen, I think I've got to go for
0: Blackhawks I think... That is a great choice, Okie Dokie. And would you like to yeah, go a one? It seems the most clear cut, <laughs> hopefully. One, two, or three points?
3: Um, do you know what? I'm going to go big or go home because there's nowhere else to go. So uh, I'm
0: going to go for three. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. Right, so we're going to go through these teams one by one. We're going to be asking Ian in the match-up whether Blackhawks are Bash or Dash. If he is right, he will get a point if he gets all three right. Oh, come on.
4: Look at that. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at
0: that. Yeah, it's slightly less easy than the oh, uh, the warm-up questions. okay. okay. so the first one that Ian has got, Ian's, Ian's three teams oh, here are going to be... Dwarves, Norse, and Skaven. So, we are going to start with his first matchup. So, Black Orcs versus Dwarves, Ian. Black Orcs, are they Bash or Dash? And this is obviously voted by our viewers. So, Black Orcs, Bash or Dash. That's a tricky one to
3: start with, to be honest. But I think, given the the throw teammate and the goblin side of it, I think in this matchup, and given that Dwarves literally are Bash, the Black Orcs are randomly going to be Dash, I think
0: he gets it right our listeners did say that in a black orc versus dwarf matchup the black orcs do have the dash edge so that is one point there so the second team onwards and upwards Ian's one for one so far it is norse so black orcs versus norse are they bash Mm. or dash
3: oh now this is a really tricky one because see, norse love a bit of bashing but they've also got runners uh and some a few speedy players with the Berserker and stuff. So I'm gonna say Blackhawks are bash in this matchup.
0: Oh ah. I'm afraid that they also got a dash rating um when playing against Norse. But that was a good element, unfortunately, oh, be cool. because of that you score no <laughs> points. And I'm going to randomly ah. determine which one of you guys can blitz and it is Milton. So, Milton, you can swoop in here and blitz. So, you get to guess the Black Orcs versus Skaven matchup. Black Orcs wow. versus Skaven are Black Orcs bash? Show your points, Milton. Or dash. <laughs>
2: I'm going to say they're bashed. That's what I came here for.
0: There we go. He gets it. So, Miltonio Banderas swoops in, blitzes Ian, and takes the lead with a mighty one point in. Yeah. That was a valiant effort. Um, maybe, oh, oh Ben has also got a point. That isn't going to work, is it? Oh, sweet. I know. Oh, well, I don't know. in. This is completely rigged. Um, no, it's all. Obviously... Hey, well,
3: it's all right, because then I'll get some blitz next.
0: You, that <laughs> is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was Warhammer hour So next up is going to be Blood Tithe Ben. Let me bring up our original three teams for round one. So after watching Ian succeed, how are you feeling about this round so far, Ben?
1: Um, I mean, that's the one I would have taken. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to go for humans.
0: Okay, so Ben is going to go for humans. So I am going to bring up the human teams. Are you going to be taking one, two, or three here?
1: Oh, that went completely I'm going to go for... Yeah, sorry, I was on minute. I was muted for a minute. Can't take the pressure. Can't take the pressure. I'm going to give it... I'm going to go for two. I
0: get go for... a bit safe. Going to go for two. Okay, so let's bring up the matchups here. Obviously, only the top two are going to be important. Mm-hmm. So we will ignore goblins for now. Ooh okay so humans versus lizardmen in that matchup are the human teams bash or dash 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 with the runnings yeah with the runnings is that your final answer
1: oh, don't say that <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry,
0: you are right in the matchup. Oh, humans well, versus I'm... Elizabeth. Humans have been rated as the dash team. And then for your second one, if you get this right, you will score both points. Skaven. Humans versus Skaven. Are humans bash or dash? I'm
1: going to go bash.
0: Bash with the punching. Yeah. The for function. the points. You are here to bash clearly as much as Milton is. Now. That puts you into the lead, but Milton has still got a turn to take, and if he screws that up, he can get blitzed. Yeah, I'm, gonna blitz by you, Ian. I'm gonna blitz you. out. Gonna blitz you? So Milton, that leaves the last team on our board, which was Imperial Nobility. Would you like? One, Ooh. two or three.
2: I'm gonna go for three. Gonna go yeah, for three I knew you would.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) So, your three teams with Imperial Nobility are Slan, Dark Elves, and Lizardmen. Interesting matchup here. Interesting matchup. Okay, so very first Imperial Nobility versus Slan. Have our listeners rated that Bash or Dash?
2: I'm going to say Bash.
0: You would be right. Milton is here to bash and he's one for one so far. Imperial Nobility versus Slan. Our listeners think the Slan are going to get knocked about a bit and given that I got knocked about by Ian's halflings, I think that's probably not the worst (laughs) idea. (laughs) Okay, magical. So, the second matchup you've got, Milton, is Dark Elves. Imperial Nobility versus Dark Elves. Imperial Nobility, are they bash or dash?
2: Hmm. That's a tricky one, isn't it? well i think traditionally elves are a... i know the dark elves have a bit more bash going on with them, but i think they're more dash so i'm gonna go bash again
0: you are two for two when it comes to imperial nobility our listeners voted the dark elves uh slightly more bashy than the imperial nobility uh, sorry slightly less bashy than imperial nobility which brings you on to your third one. Now, if you get this right, you're going to get three points and go way into the lead, Milton. So, Imperial Nobility versus Lizardmen, Bash or Dash?
2: See, the Lizardmen have quite a lot of static, high strength players which sort of outdo the Imperial Nobility. So, for this one, I think it's going to be Dash.
0: Milton gets 3 for 3 oh, Taking wow. him straight into the lead. Our first sweep. Well played, Milton. That was close. That was close. The The Dark Elf Imperial Nobility matchup is a really tight one when it comes to Bash or Dash. And it can be... You can kind of consider it going both ways. But uh, I think having the Ogre there, along with the six combat pieces, gives the edge to Imperial Nobility. So that wraps it up for round one. Ian. Obviously a tough round for you. Yep. How are you holding up, kid? Yeah.
3: It's still all to play for.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> it is. And you get the first pick in the second round as well. Would you like to see what the teams are?
3: Ooh. Yeah, go on then.
0: All right, let's put them up on the board. Round two. <clears throat> Chaos Renegades, Whoa. Amazons, and Snotlings.
3: Uh, I'm gonna take snotlings.
0: You're gonna take snotlings for three, please. Snotlings for three, please. There we go. This is that's exactly yes. where I was hoping this would go. Okay, <laughs> we've got snotlings. Snotlings for three. Let's check it up on the board. Ooh, some interesting matchups there. Couple you would probably consider a bit of a gimme, but I uh, never know with you in, so we'll. Answer. Yeah,
3: is that one. In the- <laughs> yeah, that's such a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Let me have a look. Have I got the okay, answers
3: Okay, against corn,
0: against Yep.
3: Against corn, we'll say they are the Dash team. Oh, The Snotlings are the Dash team.
0: He gets it right. Snotlings are Dash when facing corn. So the second team, you've got a match-up here. You've got Snotlings versus Wood Elves. Are Snotlings the Bash or the Dash team in that match-up?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got four strength five pieces, so... We'll go for... And, and was we'll just are dashy, aren't they? So we'll, we'll go for uh, Snotlings of the Bash team.
0: He gets it right. So you are two for two. And now to finish off, see if you can't three and three this round. It's uh, Snotlings versus Underworld.
3: Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm wishing I went for two.
0: <laughs> this one is uh,
3: <laughs> less than obvious to me.
0: It is a... Tough one. so
3: Underworld have got Skaven, haven't they? But not gutter runners, right?
0: Oh they've got one gutter runner.
3: Do you think do
0: they? Yeah. Underworld Did, did uh... they used to. No, they got leveled up in the middle of last year, the same time as OWA. When did you ask in.
3: the when did you ask your listeners? <laughs> um this is last uh, Saturday.
0: <laughs> oh okay. Duh. Okay. So snotlings <sighs> versus underworld here in to get you up on the board. Is it bash or dash for snotlings?
3: Underworld, underworld have got two big guys; they can take, haven't they? Oh, uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, this is agonising. I'm going to say snotlings are going to be dash.
0: So snotlings dash in Underworld, allowing Underworld to be the bash team. Is that right? Oh. oh! Our oh. listeners have rated Snotlings as the Dash <sighs> team, as the Bash team in that matchup. I was going to say yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Underworld, they've got some, they've got some power behind them, but they only have one big guy, and the majority of the team is strength two. I know that Snotlings are strength Good one, too, but they? Uh, they can choose between two, but they can only take the oh, one. Yeah. So oh. that's it, Ian at zero points Mm. (laughs) and we don't get a chance to blitz in this situation but that's okay in you'll have plenty of opportunity to blitz (laughs) for the rest of the game (laughs) okay so snotlings are off the board uh we move on to ben now who is in second place you've got a choice
3: yeah i told you they were the dash team
0: (laughs) (laughs) between amazons and chaos renegades another couple of tough teams there I'm going to play it safely, and I'm going to go Renegades for two. Okay, Renegades for two. So we will ignore the third one here for Renegades. Boop, boop, boop. And the two teams they've got facing is Old World Alliance <laughs> wow. and Imperial Nobility. So this is like the wow. mid-range matchup here. <laughs> How you feel yeah, about is, those ones, Ben?
1: This is really tough.
3: Getting ready to blitz.
1: So okay, <laughs> I'm just having I'm just having <laughs> the, the best person, time. Old World Alliance, <laughs> Chaos Renegades, <Yeah. laughs> Old World
0: Alliance, the Chaos Renegades, the Bash team or the Dash team. Now I'm actually having to go and double check the results
1: here, because uh, yeah, uh, it's it's, Re- it's right. So Renegades, they have Renegades and Old World Alliance have the same linemen basically. Um, yep, they do get mutations. Yep. They don't have dwarves. They both have a big a choice of big guys, but. Renegades get a minotaur which is even more bashy. Um does the Renegades get a dark health there's no edge for. I'm going to say Renegades are the dash team. D for dash. Mm-hmm.
0: D yep. for dance. I'm afraid. (laughs) Scathing, (laughs) scathing remarks. I'm afraid to say that Chaos (laughs) Renegades, with their three big guys, are rated as a more bashy team than the Old World Alliance with their Ogre and Pretend Dwarves. That was a really, really close one, though. A really, really horribly close one. And uh, excitingly for Ian, you now get to Blitz. Let's have a B B for Blitz. B for Blitz here. So Chaos Renegades versus Imperial Nobility. Are they Bash or Dash? I'm
3: going to go another B. I'm going to stick with the theme and go for Renegades being the Bashier.
0: You steal the point there, Ian. You are now on the board with a cheeky one point Blitz.
3: I'd say I'm in a good position now because I've got one point. I'm still (laughs) the lowest. (laughs) (laughs) Next level. Strike
4: striking range. <laughs> oh,
0: spot the stunty player, everybody. I'm in a good position here, guys. I've got one <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> Fantastic. Alright. That's brilliant. Okay, that brings us that brings us round to our round leader at the moment, Miltonio Banderas. Uh so which teams have we had so far? We've had Chaos Renegades, we've had Snotlings, which means Amazons are next up. Milton, one, two or three three please Ben. Okie dokie. Amazons for three. I was hoping you say that. <laughs> let's go to the board. We've got Amazons <laughs> versus Nurgle, Amazons versus Underworld and Amazons versus Undead. So okay. let's uh, how are you feeling about these three built in? Confident?
2: Mm, so so. We'll see. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> I like it. Right. Let's bring up the answers on my screen. Ooh, interesting. Bit of uh bit of dramatic tension there. Okie dokie. So, first things first. Amazons versus Nurgle, Milton. Are the Amazon team the Dash or the Bash?
2: I'll be honest. The only thing I know about Nurgle is that Ian doesn't like them. (laughs) (laughs) So, it doesn't leave me a lot to work with. Um, If if
3: it helps, they've both got the same speed on both
2: teams in terms of the, the top speed player. (laughs) so yeah leaving me with amazons was quite tough i don't i don't think i know a lot about them either i think this would have definitely been ian's specialist category um i'm gonna say dash
0: okay so milton is going for dash amazons versus nurgle milton thinks that nurgle are going to have the bash edge and amazons are going to be dashing and they're going to be dashing to the first correct answer of milton's round two <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm assuming because nurgle have a big guy right
0: yeah nurgle have got a ton of strength and even though <laughs> and, amazon's and four strength four, amazons have got some uh, some serious yeah, bash potential eight. uh the strength edge there goes to nurgle okie dokie so that brings us up to your second team uh, we've got amazons versus underworld so in that amazons are they bash or dash milton
2: Oh, so this goes back to the gutter-runner discussion, doesn't it? Hmm. And you've got... Is this... Snot? No, because Snotlings are 2020, aren't they? So this wouldn't...
3: Oh, no, he said he asked them on Saturday. Yep. Oh, okay. This is. It uh... would factor in, yeah.
0: Well, you can't guarantee there's not going to be some legacy. We've seen that in some of our top fives before. Um... But yeah.
2: The Underworld have a big guy. While the Amazons don't. But they have a lot. Of... I'm going to say the Amazons are the bash in this situation.
0: So if in doubt, Milton likes to bash it out. And get...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't wait <laughs> up. It's what I came <laughs> in <with>. for. <laughs>
4: I'm
3: crying. <laughs> okay, fantastic.
0: Oh, okay, Milton, you are two for two here now. Um, yeah. So, in the final one... That's and the for... clip now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And to take... <laughs> The full three points here. Amazons versus Undead are the Amazon team the Bash or the Dash?
2: Okay, well <clears throat> at least the Undead I have a good understanding of. We've got a couple of Mummies which don't go very far. High strength pretty Bashy. We've got Whites who are pretty good Blitzers pretty pretty Bashy too. Not much mobility on the Undead team other than the Ghouls and they're fairly fragile. Hmm. Um, uh, but then. Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna say dash.
0: So, Amazons versus Undead. Milton thinks our listeners think the Amazon team are gonna be more dashing than bashing, and. He would be right, Milton. <gasps> oh, rockets up there <laughs> with seven points. <laughs> That was some, some excellent work there. I like the way you talked through as well. That's uh it was good to hear your uh, your thought process. So that finishes up round two. Uh, so Milton is in the lead with seven points. Blood tithe Ben is in second place with two, and Ian's feeling very good about things because he's got one point. Well,
3: mm. I've worked out I can win this.
0: Oh, you definitely.
3: <laughs> Alright, hear me out.
0: Definitely. If I get up. three now, yep.
3: I get three now, then it's blood tithe second. If he goes for points, and then I'll be the lowest team. So I can blitz him. You get to blitz him. <laughs>
0: it's going to be all no, about no, the I, blitzing.
3: I no, yeah, I can't win. It's fine. Let's do it. What teams have we got? But maybe. Sir.
0: If, maybe you can win it. Because. Oh. <laughs> Is it a double point. It is time for the double-point special round. <laughs> this is the mixed-team show, so I think it only makes sense that we have a mixed-teams round, twice the teams, twice the points. So, here we go. It's oh, wow. the super-secret round, and there are some tough teams up on the board here. In the super-secret round, we've got Norse uh-huh. and OWA. We've got Nobility and Amazons and we've got ogres and black orcs and i'm just going to warn you Ian, I'll that you that will places. be facing <laughs> mixed teams as well so this is like carnage yeah. every correct answer yeah. is 2 points so it's literally doubled like and this. it's okay. all good to go so ian you get the first well, pick in the super secret yeah. round which team are you
3: going we're for we're going to go ogres and black orcs please ogres, ogres
0: and black orcs. black orcs what's your reasoning for that one
3: it's a lot of it's a lot of meat on the pitch mm.
0: <laughs> I'm okay. hoping a lot of meat to bash <laughs> a lot of meat to bash yeah. and is that 1, 2 or 3 of 3 of course I assumed that uh, which is lucky because I put the up on the uh, screen a bit too fast though. it is yeah I, like the, I, know, I think I like the look of them so it's fine <laughs> alright so it is absolute carnage here now we've got mixed teams fighting it out the wind is coming up apparently which is also thematic so you are going to be facing Skaven and Vampire, (coughs) Undead and Chaos Chosen, and Humans and Halflings. This is like Bonehead Bowl on a very, very, very bad day. So, first things first. Ogres and Black Orcs versus Skaven and Vampire. Mixed team, Ian. Ogres and Black Orcs, are they bash or dash?
3: I think they're going to bash their heads in. So, we'll go for
0: bash. They do bash their heads in. So, you get your first (laughs) correct answer, Ian. This could be on your way to scoring six points here and getting you tied at first position if you get the next two answers right. And the next one for you is Undead and Chaos (sighs) Chosen. So Ogres and Blackhawks against Undead and Chaos Chosen. That is going to be a ton of block dice for everybody. And this 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 is is, is a pretty (coughs) tough one, this one.
3: It is because, yeah, you've got all those big guys, but also a load of strength too.
0: Uh, But
3: uh, Undead, Chaos Chosen, they're both quite bashy. So I think (sighs) there's no doubt Chaos Chosen are bash. They're like, some of the kings are bash. Uh, Undead, I think we said were more bashy than Amazon, didn't we? Just now.
0: I don't remember. Uh,
3: <laughs> Milton? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, actually, on the balance of things, uh, it, it sounds wrong to say, but I think Ogres and Blackhawks are going to be the dash team in this
0: this matchup. So, Ogres and Blackhawks, do our listeners think that that is going to be faster than Undead and Chaos Challenge. I'm trying to guess
3: on your algorithm. <laughs>
0: Ian's figured out the machine yeah. code. He's got that right. So two for two in this round here. It <laughs> okay. all comes down to I this last hopefully, one. I think that was
3: hopefully hopefully the hardest one.
0: That was a pretty, pretty tough gig.
3: So I'm going to say Ogres and Blackhawks would be Bash against Humans and Halflings.
0: So Bash against Humans yes. and Halflings. Final answer? Yes. Yes. And he does it, Ian, coming straight in there and swooping in in the special super secret double mixed yeah. team special points round, getting six points. Told you that, and taking. I knew him I was in a good position. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 to seven points and putting him in tied first place with Milton. Okay, so that was the first of our super secret oh, round teams. That's it's over the A Black roll Hawks, off
3: to steal Ben's points now, gone. isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, so Bloodsides Ben <laughs> you've got Norse and Old God Alliance and Nobility and Amazons, which of these dual teams do you want to t- duel with?
1: Okay, I'm going to take a leaf out of the Warhan Tactics guide um, and I'm going to go for Norse and OWA okay. a 2 If I get 2, and- I put someone 6, nah, which means I get the Blitz
0: ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's clever Okay, so for two means you don't have to deal with Lizardmen and Necromantic anymore. So Norse and OWA—they're going to be facing Chaos dwarves and undead, and Ooh. Imperial nobility and orcs. Now these teams are randomly generated, so alignments don't count. I don't know about Imperial nobility—whether they'd be neutral or not. Maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. Depends. The shady ones would. Oh yeah, I can yeah. see that. I think kind of they got dodgy. They? Got paid enough? Got don't paid deal enough. with anyone? Okay, so let me just get the okay. answers ready here. So Norse and OWA against Chaos Dwarf and Undead mixed
1: teams. What are your thoughts? Right, here? Chaos dwarf are undoubtedly Bash. But then so are Norse. So I feel like they're kind of they're gonna be pretty equal in terms of bash, maybe a little bit of dash on the Norse side. Undead we've kind of established a pretty bash because they out <laughs>
3: we figured it out boys <laughs> yeah they out <out-bashed>
1: amazon <laughs> owa have the dash potential with the human catcher and the halfling i'm gonna say they're the dash team okay so norse and owa are being outbashed
0: by chaos dwarf and undead i think yep. i can see that and our listeners agree with you ben you've got the first one right now all you need to do is get the second one right to swoop in and grab four points to lead you to leave you in the position for a jolly good blitzing so here we go norse and old world alliance mixed team we agreed that would be rubbish um versus imperial nobility and orcs are the norse team here are they bashing or are they
1: dashing this is tough as well i think this is even tougher um I think the orcs are really bashy, but Milton showed they can, you know, they can, they can, they can throw a game if they're up against and, really, and they can really foul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, this is tough. I think because of the dwarves and OWA, and the sheer bash of Norse with all that block and they have a couple of strength 4 as well that outblock it and the Yeti is really bashy I'm going to say in this matchup they're the bash team Okay so Norse <sighs> B for bash OWA
0: are out bashing Imperial Nobility and Orcs. Let's have a look and see if our listeners agree with you and if they do you get 4 points Are Norse and OWA more bashy than Imperial Nobility and Orcs? They are, Ben. You oh, got it right. right. And then, the, this is really spicy the now. The scores it on is, that one were really <laughs> close, but your reasoning was absolutely bang on. You got the Yeti, you got the Ulfs, and I know you got Black Orcs on the Orc side, but the nobility, not quite as bashy as OWA, perhaps, Yeah. Um, for the overall score. Right, fantastic. So that brings us to our round leader at the beginning, but now tied <laughs> with Ian Warhanam-Hannam. And the last team available. I've lost my page here. I've still lost the page here. Where on earth did it go? Wow, that's actually really awkward. I've lost it.
3: What a time to have a commercial break. Yeah, wouldn't that be useful?
0: (laughs) Uh, So that leaves Milton with nobility and Amazons. So, Milton, Nobility and Amazons, one, two, or three.
2: Right, Ben. Now, didn't realise that Ben was going to get so competitive and do a cheeky little... Two to get up at the six steel. Go for one, screw him, I, it I could go for one here, but that that's not how I'm gonna play it. So I'm gonna go for three. <laughs> to bash Ooh, because I came for go. bash, and the best way to bash <laughs> would be to get another six points and leave these guys in the dirt.
0: Oh, I love it. Love the fighting <laughs> talk. So nobility and amazons got some really interesting matchups here. Goblins and wood elves, Chaos Chosen and mm-hmm. Halflings and orcs and underworld so goblins and wood elves definitely breaking the alignment charts there. chaos chosen and halfling i can definitely see that and orcs and underworld i don't think i would like to play against that team so i like these matchups i think they're quite interesting so let's start at the beginning here what are your thoughts milton on nobility and amazons fighting against goblins and wood elves
2: well this is already a tough opening because the goblins get secret weapons, big guys. The wood elves get a tree. So there's potential for a lot of a lot of damage output there, you know, quite a lot of back. Traditionally they're both quite dashy teams with all that, that dodge and the high agility. Um whereas the nobility and the Amazons are quite middling. Um hmm, that's a tough one.
3: good points.
2: don't have much in the way of high strength, but I think on par, the goblins and wood elves are generally more dashed. I'm going bash, Ben.
0: Okay, so nobility and amazons are going to be bashing goblins and wood elves around. What do our listeners think? He's got his first one right. He's on the way. to a super six points there so goblins and wood elves are in fact less bashy than nobility and amazons i can see that nobility have got the ogre and the goblins have got the trolls but amazons are just horrible to play with and uh, wood elves bless them fall apart if you just sneeze near them so i think that one makes a bit of sense <clears throat> okay milton that brings us to your second matchup here nobility and amazons against the chaos chosen and halfling team
2: Ah, oh, okay. Are so that's name, a real,
0: yeah. Are you going to be bashing your way to end success, of the scale there, or are you going to have to dodge
2: halflings? Mm. Halflings do get trees, though, and they do get those hefty fellas. <laughs> Hefties. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I think they're all kind of hefty fellas. Uh, it's, it's they're jam.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chaos chosen are undoubtedly bashy.
3: Yeah,
2: You know, there's no there's no doubt about that. They've got the Minos, they've got the high-strength warriors, they've got more options now in Season 2, haven't they? So, they've got the Ogre and the Troll. <laughs> it's those Halflings. And again, you know, the Nobility in the Amazons are really in the middle there.
0: They are. It's almost as but if these matchups With all the
2: Dodd t- on the Amazon team, and all the Fend for holding out the line, and the Blitz's kind of mobility on the nobility. I'm gonna go with them being the dash team.
0: So nobility and Amazons dash against Chaos Chosen and Halflings, Milton.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so we think Chaos Chosen and Halflings are gonna bash you up. You'd be right.
3: So that's... If you could get this one wrong, that would
0: be (laughs) perfect. I think (laughs) Ben would agree with you. Come on. Alright, Milton. Ben's
2: made a speed round.
3: This is it.
0: I, I there is. This is
2: a, I think this is on par with like the million pound question. On <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> this one, for a dominating lead, going into the uh, the yeah. fourth round here, Milton, which I ironically called round three. Uh, Nobility and Amazon. Oh, is there a fourth round? Yeah. I thought this was it. No, 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 no. There's one more round. This is the, the <laughs> oh, super okay. secret oh, round. I was, I was getting all tense. Oh, it's it's still tense, Ian. Come
3: on.
2: Well, oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty tense. <laughs> Looking at these orcs and underworlds. The
3: sound of my feelings right there. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Milton. This is it yeah. to put you in a solid position for the next round. Ability and Amazons taking on orcs and underworld. Are you Bash? Or are you Dash?
2: Well, the underworld's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I think they are with the goblins, with the gutter runner, and only the one big guy and some rather middling scaven, they're fairly dashy. The orcs, I would say, are undoubtedly bashy. At least how I play them. (laughs) Um that's every team every team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um Oof. You do get a troll on both the Orcs and the Underworld.
0: So you've got two big ogre.
2: guys against no big guys.
0: Uh the nobility does get an ogre. Oh
2: uh, yeah, that's sorry, that's true. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do, don't they?
0: Just wanna Ooh. make sure that there's even more to think about. Okay. Nobility and oh, Amazons. Really tough. Nobility and Amazons. Orcs and Underworld. Dash or bash, Milton?
2: I'm gonna say that the Nobility and the Amazons are the bash team in this case.
0: So nobility and Amazons are out bashing orcs and underworld. Our listeners say No. Oh, yeah, no.
3: I think I think nobility let them down.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, orcs and Underworld with those black orcs, those blitzers and the cheeky little rat ogre there. It's a—it's really close on points. But it is a potential for a absolute wrecking. So. Milton scores zero points there. And that means that we go into round three. After our super secret round. At one point. Separating. Ian. Milton. And Ben. So, this does mean that Ben gets the first pick of our teams in round three. And you've got Nurgle. I
1: was rubbing my hands together, by the way, audio listeners. I realised that could be <laughs> Okay, Ben. Um, you've got three great ooh. choices here.
0: Nurgle, Necromantic, <laughs> and Chaos Chosen. Which one of these is going to help put you into the lead? I think The easiest pick here is Chaos Chosen. Chaos Chosen. Yeah. Okay, and is that going to be Chaos Chosen for one, two, or three points, Ben? I'm
1: going to get the whole hog, three points. Three points. Let's see who you've got. <laughs> Do you want the
3: high or low, Milton?
1: So,
0: <laughs> this is the final round, unless we need to go to our speed round. So you can, if you guess all three correct, rush up to twice for extra teams. So if you get all three of these right, you can rush... For a fourth and you can rush for a fifth if you want but you've got to get the first three right first so let's just focus on that so ben has got chaos chosen here and he's up against dark elves then orcs then norse so ben is punching up from tier two into tier one 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 and is probably going to have
1: a tough day let's have a look they're all three bash teams really they're all three teams that can and like to bash so but starting off with Dark Elves, I think Chaos Chosen will bash them. So,
0: Chaos Chosen out bashing Dark Elves. Yeah. Absolutely, Chaos Chosen. Yeah. Just hate leaving players standing, and even though the Dark Elves have got a cheeky edge 2+, and quite a lot of dodge when it comes to tournament play, they don't have a Minotaur or a bunch of tiny Minotaurs. So, yes. That's one for one there, Ben. Um, next up, you've got Chaos Chosen mm-hmm. against
1: Orcs. Okay. So they do have the all all the strength four, both teams have equal strength four. Chaos lose the block from the orc blitzers. But they do get a Minotaur and everyone has horns. Um the Minotaur dunks on the trolls. So yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the, get a bash. They're gonna bash the orcs. So Chaos chosen orcs have a run game. Yeah.
0: Chaos chosen. Are they more bash or more dash than orcs? I've lost my soundboard. Here we go. Ben's gone with bash? hmm You would be right. Uh-huh. In this circumstance, our listeners think that Chaos Chosen have a slight edge on orcs when it comes to a jolly good bashing, which takes you to the last one here <laughs> for the three points and the ability after to rush up to twice. Now, if you do rush, you have to get every one of them right or somebody can blitz you. So... Norse chaos well, chosen versus
1: Norse Ben. Much like a minor tour, I'm gonna keep on bashing. Keep on bashing. Is it three for three for Bash and three for three for
0: Ben? It is. Yeah. <clears throat> chaos chosen being a bit of an easy one. They're close there against Dorks and Norse, but you are yeah. right. They
3: mm-hmm. get this kind the... of feels like in top trumps where you know you've got the god card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okey-dokey. No one can stop me now.
0: So, so Ben, you can you can stop here and take the three points and go into the lead with nine, or you can take a rush and try a fourth team. Are you going to stick with? I'm rushing. You've rushing. Okay, let's have a look. Yeah. it, let's hope it's not dwarves. First rush team is Ooh. Black Orcs. Oh, yeah, okay, so we've got a really tough situation here where we've got two of the best bash teams in the game, Chaos Chosen against Black Hawks. Now this, Ben, will get you four points and put you into a healthy total of 10, which means that these guys are going to have to rush
1: to catch up with you if you get this one right. So how are you feeling well, about that? Well, the Black Orcs, yeah, and I th- I'm going to go for it. I think the other two teams are a lot tougher than Chaos Chosen. I think Black Hawks Orcs- they do have two more strength four players, but their linemen are very much more a dash than a bash compared to the beastmen. And the Minotaur, again, is just carries a team. So, yeah, bash again. They're going to bash the black one. Bash off. again. Can Ben go four for four in the final round?
0: He does. Chaos Chosen <laughs> absolutely knocking it out of the park here. Okay, Ben, so you are now sitting with four points cooking here. Do you get a bank them? Do you going to bank them? Do you going to bank them and go to 10? Which means that Miltonio and Wohannam would have to rush to take the lead or force it into a speed round. Or are you going to go five for five and rush
1: for a second time? See, right. I I think I've got to do it while I have chaos. I think I'm going to rush it. Yeah. A second I point. think you've kind of got go uh... <laughs>
0: Okay. Ben is going five for five.
1: Dwarves <laughs> might trip me up. His second
0: rush drum. team <laughs> is <laughs> Necromantic. Ben, how are you feeling about Chaos Chosen versus Necromantic? I
1: think this is pretty good. I think that definitely the bash in this matchup.
0: Okay. Chaos Chosen out bashing Necro. Our listeners say <laughs> that you managed to <laughs> rush for it much. into the end zone, scoring. Yeah. Five points and taking you to 11. So swooping into first place there.
1: And I. The Warhanam tactic of be slightly (laughs) last for most of the game and then (laughs) take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: My uh... tactic is normally. Do that, but remained last. <laughs> <laughs> Stall.
0: <Stole. laughs> All right, so we're going to go back to the board here and Ooh. have a look at the two teams Brilliant. that are remaining. Chaos Chosen are gone, which means Necro and Nurgle. We're going to have to roll off here. We are. Got the dice ready to go here. Uh, Milton, high or low? High. It's a Blood Bowl 6. Milton, you are up next. Would you like Nurgle or Necromantic?
2: Neither. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm just thinking here, like the Necromantic are a a challenging one because they have the wolves, they have some ghouls, they have a bit of speed, they have a little bit of both. I think the Nurgle are quite slow, so I'm going to go Nurgle.
0: Going to go with Nurgle, okay. Darn. (laughs) There we go. Oh, were you going one, two, or three? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Hope nobody saw that. I'm going to go three. True to form. he He's got to go five, to be honest. You say it now. <laughs> All right. Or well, four to go into the speed round. <clears throat> okay, here we go. So, Nurgle. Milton's chosen Nurgle. The teams he's going to be facing are Halflings, Chaos Renegades, and everybody's favourite, no one knows what they do team, Old World Alliance. <laughs> so, let's start off at the top and work our way down, Milton. Nurgle versus Halflings. Are you bashing or are you dashing your way to victory?
2: I think this has got to be a bash. Those halflings are dodgy little hefty fellas.
0: Our listeners agree with you. So you've got one point there on the board now, Milton. You could be going up to eight. For your second team, Nurgle versus Chaos Renegades. That is a very tough combination there.
2: Off the bat... Renegades potentially have more dash with the Elf. They get Skaven as well, don't
0: they? Uh, the, yeah, just a Skaven lineman. Yep.
2: Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's not a matchup I don't think I've ever seen. And I have not played as either of these teams, so that's really difficult. You know what? <laughs> If in doubt, bash. So I'm going to go bash.
0: Okay. (laughs) So Nurgle versus Chaos Renegades. Milton, you think our listeners think that Nurgle are going to bash Chaos Renegades?
3: (laughs) Oh, Blitz, I want a blitz, I want a blitz.
0: Okay, <laughs> unfortunately, Chaos <and> Renegades, <laughs> our listeners think have got more bash potential than Nurgle. I can see it with the three Oof, big guys. One. It that is hard. three big guys versus the four strength. Four guys is a really, really tight round there. Milton, that's some bad luck there. Um but admire your your gumption. Uh going all the way for it. So we have got a cheeky blitz on the cards here. War Hanum Hanum.
3: Yeah.
0: Nurgle Forget. versus Old World Alliance to blitz and steal the point.
3: Yeah. Nurgle will blitz them. Uh, bash them. <laughs> <And> whilst blitzing. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> Okie dokie. Nurgle outbashing Old World Alliance. Yep. We get a steal. Warhanam Hannems jumps in and takes the blitz, stealing that point from Milton.
3: Can I can I rush on his turn? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> they keep did, making did, up the rules. did write that in the rules.
3: <laughs>
0: um, I am. No, it's fine. No, yeah.
3: that would, that would be a bit jammy.
0: That would be it's quite stating. All right, cool. So nurgle is done, which means it leaves you with Necromantic, Ian. So going from yeah, last place I to now, like this, to, be honest. to now picking last in the third round.
3: Yeah, I don't don't think Necromantic is an easy one.
0: And is it going to be for um, one? Obviously,
3: two... I've got to go three. Yep, catch up with old BT over there. <clears throat> Smug little look over
0: there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, so your three teams with Necromantic are going to be Ogres, Imperial Nobility, and Elven Union. So Okay, I um, think
3: if I can get past Ogres, I've got a
0: chance. All right, so what do our (sighs) listeners think when facing Ogres with Necromantic, Ian? Are you bashing them, or are you dashing with them?
3: This is hard, isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, obviously, you, that's the thing. They can have up to six strength five guys, uh, if I'm correct in thinking that. <laughs> yes. Um, but then the rest of the team is like strength one. So, a uh, necromantic. The werewolves are quite killy. Sure. although they've lost their whites now, haven't they? They've got.
0: They've got Wraiths, um, but they've still got, block. They got Wraiths. They've just got no hands.
3: No hands. Um. Uh, yeah, this is a really tricky one. And they've got the, the couple of Strength 4 Flesh golems <sighs> They've got Ghouls, haven't
0: they? Yeah. Necromantic have got to 2 Ghouls.
3: Yeah, this is a real mishmash team, isn't it? Kind of do a bit of everything.
0: Uh, a pretty solid mid-range team.
3: I feel like people are more likely to say ogres can bash stuff. Mm. So I'm going to say necromantic or dash.
0: <clears throat> okay. So necromantic dashing versus ogres. Our listeners say. <phone rings> Correct. So one for one so far, Ian.
3: Oh, we've lost Ben.
0: I'm back. Oh, oh these these things happen. We can still hear him. That's good. All right. Um, can't take the pressure of this final round <laughs> 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 <My roots laughs>
1: died Against the...
3: Nobility um, I feel like Necromantic have the bashing edge Because they've got the two strength fours Whales with Frenzy They've got the Wraith with Block So yeah we'll go bash against Nobility
0: So Necromantic team out bashing Imperial Nobility <phone rings> He's two for two now yeah, and
3: I think we'll do a Milton and stick with Bash again for Elven Union.
0: So, Necromantic, Elven Union, is it Bash for three? He gets it. So, Ian, you are now tied with Blood Tithe, Ben, at 11 okay. points. You can bank right, it Be in. honest
3: with me. Level with me here, Ben. Yep. How good is the last round? What,
0: well, the speed round? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let, me, let me have a look at the screen here, the speed round. Uh, ooh, the speed round is a fun round.
3: <clears throat> okay, do you know what? Let's just do it. I'll bank the points and oh, let's see. <laughs> I know you put a lot of effort into this, so uh, I don't want to deny you the chance to do
0: Okay, so Warhammer Hanum is taking the three points, tying at 11, and going into the speed round, which I have prepared for but, but ha, i forgot to get a little i forgot to I mean a i can timer. dash if you want <laughs> i forgot to do a little timer uh right let's go here so let's bring up now we are going to include milton in the speed round and
3: uh mm. oh i've known that <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: wow <laughs> and we are going to give each player 30 seconds to answer up to Five teams, and it's going to be a point per team answered correctly. So there is no. So with necromantic, your your uh, your rushing would have been black orcs oh, and goblins. Yeah, I'm
3: glad I didn't actually, because that, that's quite tricky.
0: Necro versus black orcs would have been tough. Yeah, yeah, glad. Are you still with us, BT?
3: <laughs> Quick, no, do the I speed the answer for that one. <laughs> Start the round quick.
0: I think we've lost Ben, but that's okay because I'm gonna bring the speed round teams up.
1: Oh, there's only three. It's actually only three teams. Um <clears throat> I, I am back, I don't think the camera's working, I'm very sorry. Oh technical difficulties. This is <laughs> we've bit hey, we've done <laughs> pretty well fair, this episode. To be
3: fair, crying isn't a good look on. So.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, right, here we go. So I'm going Which is to put, why
3: I've got an avatar up there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put thirty seconds on the board. And it's gonna start with Milton. Milton, would you like Vampires, Corn, or Slan for the speed round?
2: Slan slan
0: okay so let's do this and then let's do this so milton played against a slan team for the last couple of weeks on fumble uh oh it is just the it's just the three for the speed round so that's all right okay milton your 30 seconds starts now slan versus elven union dash bash for slan dash. oh dash okie dokie <laughs> So, Slan dashing against Elven Union. Yep. I'm afraid that is incorrect, but you can still go Slan versus humans. Are they bash or dash? Dash. And Slan versus Skaven. Bash or dash? Dash. There you go. You get two points in that round, Milton. Thank you, iPhone. So, leaving you with a final score today of nine points... Solid solid effort. Now we've got Bloodside Ben and Warhanum. Now because Ben's having some tiny technical difficulties here, we're gonna let Ian go next and we can bring Ben in, hopefully, to finish off his round. So Slan has gone, and Vampires and Corn are the two teams left on the board, Ian.
3: Corn, please.
0: Corn. Okay. <clears throat> are you ready? Yep. Let's make sure that I am ready. We've got the answers. Have we got the graphic? And this is Cornian. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Your thirty seconds starts now. Corn versus Necromantic.
3: They bash them.
0: They bash them indeed. Corn versus Norse. Bash or dash?
3: Uh, I think they dash them. D-d-d-d.
0: There we go. And Corn versus Chaos Renegades. Bash or dash? Um, five seconds remaining
3: i think they bash them
0: bash with a b yep not quite but you do net two points so really putting it on bt here
1: to uh okay i'm I'm here okay we've got ben we've got ben we've lost his camera but that's okay if i turn the camera on it breaks so we've got that so it's it's all it's all in the voice uh,
0: let's make the camera disappear It's quite fine should have got a little avatar ready for you okay ben can you see the screen okay yeah i can all right fantastic so you are left with vampires okay that's a tough one okay (laughs) all right you need two to tie with ian and three for the win are you ready sure okay your 30 seconds starts now Vampires versus Goblin teams. Bash. Vampires versus Chaos Renegades. Dash. Delta. Delta. And Vampires versus Skaven. Are they bash bash, bash, or (sighs) dash? So this one for the three and the win. Let's check the board. Is Vampires versus Skaven. Are they bashing them? Absolute steal there in the last oh, seconds of the last oh, man, round. Man, oh, Blood Tithe Ben sweeps in. Wait, is after... your camera going to start
1: working now? <laughs> 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 I will get dropped out if I turn it on.
0: Sweeps in and wins. So, uh, our very first winner of Bash or Dash is Blood Tithe Ben. Uh, yeah. Contestants, thank you ever so much for joining us on the show today. <laughs>
3: absolute pleasure and thank, thank you. you for the host that that was was amazing. yeah
0: that was fantastic that was
3: good fun. I, I mean I think this uh, should be a, a channel on its own to be honest yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, we can do it with mixed teams there's enough of them uh, you know I might have to do a, a secret team special at some point well if you
3: be, just yeah. need to oh, find fun. some other words that rhyme it doesn't have to just be bash <laughs> and dash does it?
0: The, the different elements Oh, I love it that was great Oh, guys, thank you ever so much for playing that was uh, very entertaining I enjoyed myself <laughs> <laughs> Proper little DM yeah. moment. That was wicked. Right. <laughs> I think that's gonna wrap up this probably epic podcast for today. I might actually put or Dash out on his on its own um because it's uh was a chunky bit of time. Uh Milton, Ian, thank you so much for joining us and spending your whole evening with us talking blood nonsense.
2: Absolute pleasure, for having us. It's been great.
0: Nah no, it was great to have you on and BT, thank you so much and congratulations for becoming our first or Dash champion.
3: What you can yeah. do with the price?
1: Uh, buy a new camera. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, fantastic.
1: Right, guys, let's
0: wrap it up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us and listening, and thank you to the guests for joining us as well. And, Ben, congratulations. Good job, everybody. We're going to go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, I think
3: City's sooty's fallen off your hand. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh. and uh, let's get some let's get some play out music here see you later guys thank you very very much for joining us <laughs> nah not doing that right <laughs> see you next time guys <laughs>